1: yeah so i was uh trying to do stuff outside yesterday and it was so fucking hot yeah and it was like a you know how the episode of spongebob where he goes to rock bottom and he's like this isn't regular darkness this is advanced darkness yes (laughs) I was advanced sweaty. Yeah. It wasn't just like normal, nice, oh, I'm out getting a nice workout sort of thing. It was like, I am walking through a cloud of humidity. Right. I am a rapture, cloud, and also sweating. Yeah. It was terrible. It's like a soup. Yeah.
0: And there are mosquitoes.
1: There's so many mosquitoes at my house.
0: So you're like, I'm sweaty and also I'm itchy and also... I just want to lay down.
1: And I can't breathe because I don't have gills.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: rough. It's rough out here.
0: I don't, I don't like being sweaty. I think I know. everybody knows that at yeah. this point.
1: I like it if I'm supposed to be sweaty.
0: Right. I don't mind it if I'm actively doing something. You yeah. Know, it's if like I'm, like, I'm
1: going to go do an activity where I will be getting sweaty and I know it. That's yeah, fine.
0: Running, skating, hiking, all those are fine. Yeah. If I'm just sanding mm-hmm. or just trying to do something minimal. I don't like it yeah if i'm inside my house and i'm sweaty yeah then i'm pissed
1: if i see a mosquito inside my house oh yeah i will there is no angrier no. that i could be oh, yeah. in my house yeah you come in my house you oh. you rub
0: my lamp <laughs> 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 i one time when i was like oh, i think 13 maybe or so i don't remember yeah my family and i went on vacation to myrtle beach yeah but it was definitely for my birthday, so it was, like, middle of June. Oh. And we were trying to do... We were outside doing, like, mini-golf. Oh. And just, like, every time you, like, bent over to, like, putt, there was just sweat, like, literally yeah. dripping off of our faces. There's and not a like, lot of this shade. Is, this is the sweatiest I've ever been.
1: On a mini-golf course, yeah.
0: Like, in my life. So that's that's my maximum for sweatiness. Yeah. Of just, yeah. Of just standing.
1: That you remember and, it yeah. so well this many years dripping ago. Dripping sweat, yeah. I think, actually number number one sweatiest is when I worked at a salon that did not have air conditioning. oh God, in the summer. Ugh. We eventually got it, but yeah. when I first started working there, there wasn't any, and I would just not wear makeup, I would wear my hair up, and right. I would just wear a dress, yeah, because I was like, I'm gonna die yeah, <laughs> yeah. and I was, oh God, just trying to blow dry someone's hair in that <sighs> was terrible disgusting. This is the sweat podcast <laughs> with meat, sweat, and bucket sweat. Oh, God. <laughs> meat, sweat. Actually, no. It's disgusting. This is Replay Rewind. It is. And I'm bucket sick.
0: Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. it's true. That's why I sound like this. It's getting better, though.
1: Yeah. I do yeah. not have anything serious but a summer cold. Yeah. Which is annoying as shit. Truly.
0: Well, I I don't know if this is how, I'm Meatwidge, by the way. Yeah, that's Meatwidge. I don't know if this is how it works for you, but I always feel like I sound the worst when I'm starting to feel better.
1: Yeah. I don't so. know. I think I sounded even worse at first. Yeah. I didn't have a voice at all. That's true. At the beginning. I was like, I hope I have a voice by recording day. Right. <laughs> and I do, but it sounds like this. Yeah. And my ears are like stopped up too, so I can hear myself too well. Uh-oh. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you.
0: That's all that matters. Yeah. Just a little bit. Welcome.
1: To the podcast. To the show, you guys. Yeah.
0: I was thinking of something the other day, actually, that made me laugh. Yes. Is that you like it better when it's warm, Mm -hmm. and I like it better when it's cold. Yeah. Which is also better for snakes (laughs) and meat. That's true. Respectively. Oh my gosh. Snakes last longer if they're hot, and meat lasts longer if it's cold. Yeah.
1: That's so funny.
0: (laughs) So, it works out.
1: Speaking of, I have a big announcement. Oh, yeah? To tell everyone. Oh,
0: yeah. Tell everyone.
1: I got a pet snake. Yeah! And I named him Bucket.
0: <laughs> Obviously. <laughs>
1: he is a tiny little baby boy. He's so cute. He's not even three months old yet. He's a
0: little old bitty boy.
1: He's a little old bitty boy. <laughs> yes. As Juice would say. Yes. But I just needed everyone to know my podcast-related snake. Yep. He's doing great. He's
0: cute. He's a big fan. We'll have him on. <laughs> one day
1: you won't be able to hear him he no. doesn't talk
0: we'll bring him on for when we do an anaconda bonus episode oh. <laughs> we'll have him just in the room just okay. so you know so it yeah. feels sneakier. yeah yeah
1: inspiration
0: tight when i get a snake i'm not naming it meat wedge. no <laughs> i won't do it
1: no do you have a name picked out if you get a snake
0: no i'll have to meet it first yeah i feel that uh anyway anyway We didn't tell you yet what we do here.
1: Oh, yeah. What do we do here, Wedge? So
0: we pick a movie from our childhood that we haven't seen in a long time. True. Or maybe have never seen. And we talk about what we remember. And then we go watch it. Mm -hmm. And then we talk about what actually happened. Yeah. And then we tell you some fun trivia about it. Truly. So I have a question for you. I'm ready. What would you, if you could, if you had, like, the knowledge and the resources. Yeah. What would you invent, or what would you? What do you wish someone else would invent?
1: Oh, teleportation.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, truly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That would make life so much easier. Yeah. Oh, did your girlfriend move halfway across the country? Doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> huh? Just you got you could teleport. Just a portal.
1: Wake up late for work. Doesn't matter. You don't even have to drive there. Traffic jam? Fuck it. If we could teleport and it didn't use fossil fuels, yeah, we could save the Earth.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, that would eliminate so much
1: as much as like not to get too deep on the pod but you know as much as like the internet has helped us feel closer to everyone yeah and hopefully like understand each other better blah 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 makes the world smaller globalization etc etc if we could teleport you know yeah we could understand other people's experiences better yeah things would be more accessible
0: that would make the world so small yeah and you could like oh man you could just have, like, EMTs in your house the moment that you needed them instead of yeah. waiting for an ambulance? Uh-huh. Wow.
1: Yeah, see? I just solved all the world's problems.
0: How does it- does everybody have a teleporter in their house? I don't know. Where does it go?
1: I mean, ideally. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And they just go wherever to another teleporter? Or is it just, like, a thing where you can- you just teleport to a place? Oh, or What if like, there's something there? You'd have to have, like-
1: Like, traffic control?
0: Yeah, Air basically. Control. Or just, like, landing pads, basically, because yeah. you wouldn't want to teleport into... With someone else. ...a person or a tree <laughs> or, yeah, in, yeah, into a something, yeah. Into a shelf. You gotta there know would that be logistics,
1: like, for sure. Clear, yeah. I think that's why, uh, when you said, what do you wish someone else would invent? Yeah. I wish someone else would invent it. You deal with
0: all that.
1: That's a lot of responsibility.
0: But, I mean, someone who is in charge of, like, the public transportation system in a city where it works really well. Like, yeah. not here, where you have to wait two hours for a bus. Yeah. So and then, whoever's in charge of that should not be in charge of the teleportation system. No. Definitely be, like, a... Maybe, like, I don't know, just just some... Maybe not even America. <laughs> just yeah. some country that's, yeah. like, way more efficient than we are yeah, in probably. moving people. Yeah, that sounds good. great. Yeah, tight. What about you? Uh, Well, every time... I move, I wish I had a shrink ray. Oh, yeah. So I think that would be.
1: That would be I fun. think a shrink
0: ray would be perfect. Yeah. But only if it. Also. It also has to change the mass, like the weight of things. Oh,
1: true, yeah. Because,
0: like, even if you, know, if you shrink your couch, but it still weighs. The same as a couch. Pounds, yeah. It doesn't help. You still need two people to pick it up, and then it's only, like, two inches across. <laughs> but if I could just, like, shrink all of the things I own into a bag and just toss them all in there yeah. and, then, like, put them where I want them and unshrink them. Yeah. That would be tight. That would so, be tight. I think, and I mean, just for anything, like groceries. Yeah. Just put them all in your pocket. Or... Yeah. would
1: be easier to steal stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just oh. kidding. We would never do no, that.
0: No, absolutely not. This podcast is not condoned. Thievery. Stealing. Oh, wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shrink <laughs> ring would be cool. Yeah, that'd be tight. I might steal an elephant from the zoo, though.
1: Ooh. Yeah, if you if you had settings on
0: it. Yeah.
1: You know, like, you could shrink things, like, really tiny. Yeah. Or you could, like shrink them down, like, shrink an elephant down to, like, dog size. Yeah. And then, and then you could just have it. And then you would not need all the land. Oh, my God. And I could have a giraffe. Oh, my God. That'd be so tight.
0: Yeah, now I'm just thinking about dog-sized elephants. <laughs> it's so cool.
1: Elephant-sized dogs. No, wait. Not wait, that. no. <laughs> no, thank you. You already have one of those. Oh, my
0: God. Uh, yeah. Yes. So yes. Shrink ray is my answer.
1: Hell, yeah. If we invented both, damn, the world would be tight.
0: Oh, hell, yeah. But it ain't. It ain't. And, I mean anything that ever talks about shrinking also talks about enlarging which you know solves a lot of problems also you could feed yeah
1: as long as it's still the same nutritional value mm-hmm. yeah 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 there should be a setting on the shrink ray that's like also reduce mass or increase mass oh yeah yeah
0: yeah make some very
1: dense wheat yeah <laughs> so everyone could have bread yes why do you ask Meat Wedge about inventions here today on this podcast called Replay Rewind with Meat Wedge and Bucket Snake?
0: <laughs> well, it is the last week mm-hmm. of Robin Williams month. Sure is. So, we're wrapping it up with Flubber.
1: Yeah!
0: Of which I remember nothing.
1: I remember a little bit. Yeah. A very little bit. Yeah. Do you want to know what I remember? Yes. I remember Robin Williams invents. Flubber, Uh which is a very bouncy thing. Yeah, I think it's an accident.
0: Yep, sounds right.
1: It's also a little bit smart. It does like goofy shit sometimes.
0: It's yeah, it's got a mind of its own. Sometimes,
1: he's in maybe a smaller town. He tries to convince a woman that he invented it. I just remember the scene of him like. Here, I'll prove to you that it works. And he puts it in his back pocket and then, like, falls backwards out of a window, mm-hmm. thinking that he'll bounce back up. But the ball of goo, like, hops out of his pocket. Oh. And so he just falls. Okay. And hurts himself. Oh. And I don't know why I remember this so specifically, but she l- looks out and is like, are you hurt? And he says, I'm fine. It's just my pride or something. Like, only his pride is hurt. Yeah. I think because when I was a kid, I was like, I don't understand what that means. (laughs) Is his butt his pride?
0: What is a pride? Do I have a pride? Yeah.
1: I was like, (laughs) is this a body part? But all I remember is that he figures out that you can put it in a spray bottle and spray it on the bottom of shoes. Yes. And it helps, like, the local basketball team win. Okay. But it's, like, a small town basketball team. It's not, like, the NBA. Yeah, it's, like, high school.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's very low stakes. Yeah.
1: But I don't remember... How he invents it, why he invents it, if he's, like, a teacher at the school, maybe? Like, why he's involved with the basketball team?
0: No. I feel like there's a point where he yells, It's Flubber! And that's really all I remember.
1: That sounds right. Because
0: somebody's like, oh, is it Rubber? And he's like, no. Oh. he's, like, yelling about it? I really don't remember. I I don't know. Does he have children? I don't know.
1: I think I only watched it a couple times. (sighs) Yeah. So we're doing this one last. We decided to do everything in chronological order yeah so this one came out in 98 yes so yeah i mean i would have been 11
0: yeah i so i should remember it it. yeah but i think only the once and i i truly do not know
1: i don't know what the plot is who else is in it is there
0: a bad guy i know i can't picture literally anyone the only reason i can picture robin williams is because he's on the cover like with his hair all he's like charred and something blows up in his face at some point i'm assuming but like is he an inventor he's got to be an inventor so i imagine he's like a I know Zielinski type yeah
1: or yeah that could be but or he's like the high school chemistry teacher
0: yeah really?
1: i don't know and i also wonder about the like is it a question of morality of him like helping the basketball team win yeah i don't know
0: is that the plot yeah <laughs>
1: Is the basketball team even a major part, or I just remember it? Who knows? Right. I don't know.
0: Someone, I imagine... He falls out a window, and
1: there is basketball. That's all I got. Yeah.
0: So I imagine someone is sitting at home, just, like, pulling out their hair, because rubber yeah. was their favorite movie, well, and they're just like, oh, I could tell you everything about it. You're so wrong. The parts that you remember are wrong, and... <laughs> I
1: like mean, probably. yes. Always. <laughs> That's so what we do here.
0: It is what we do. Yeah, I, I can't... This is... I imagine that he has children, probably but
1: this is both a uh, podcast about movies and also an exploration of our own child psyches yes truly what the fuck we remember <laughs> nothing and why do we remember the parts we do
0: yeah
1: is it because they were good or because we're traumatized or
0: yeah why did they stick with you
1: or both why not
0: <laughs> Just, they were so good i was traumatized positively traumatized yes yeah
1: i don't know but i guess we'll find out we will And I'm looking forward to it. Yes. Robin Williams month has been good so far.
0: It has been. I've had a good time. Yeah, I mean, definitely none of them have been, like, disappointing, which Mm. I didn't imagine that they... Yeah, yeah. Jumanji was disappointing. Mm,
1: Maybe a little. Yeah. But yes, it's Uh, the end of Robin Williams month. Yes. If you want to know more about Robin Williams, go listen to the other episodes. Uh, Join our Patreon, where we have a deep dive on his... History. we also have a full-length episode on death to smoochie which is not for kids no but neither is this podcast so you know what that's true that's fucking fine
0: if you're a kid and you're listening to it turn it off
1: (laughs) ask an adult for help
0: and brush your teeth yes not necessarily uh, right now but just you know daily yeah but turn it off okay so we're gonna go watch it you guys go check out the patreon real quick get some snacks yeah get some uh i don't know what
1: are... just go buy a bouncy ball honestly yeah. you know what they're Taffy, fun maybe
0: don't, yeah.
1: eat <laughs> don't eat it just bounce it don't eat it just bounce it okay bye that's what they said
0: <laughs> selling a little or a lot
1: It was. Ham and eggs. Ham (laughs) and... Ham and cheese. (laughs) Moon's over my hammy. (laughs) Fucking rough, bro.
0: It was rough. I don't
1: remember it being that bad. It was so bad. It was bad. I know. I'm sad about it.
0: I was looking
1: forward to it. Me too. I had a hard time even finishing it. (sighs) And you know what? I had an apostrophe in the middle of it. Yeah. And I know this. We all know this. We know this. Movies are made to make money. Sure. This movie is was just so obviously a cash grab. Yeah. You know, and it's just, uh, I was just watching it like, there's no integrity in this movie. <laughs> Which is like, it's a fucking kids movie from the 90s. I don't know what I, I shouldn't have expected anything else, but I don't know. It was just Disappointing.
0: Is it because we just watched Death to Smoochie and you've got Edward Norton in your brain being like, where's the integrity? Yes!
1: I'm gonna go (laughs) eat a soy dog covered in almond butter. (laughs) Disgusting. The IMDb says, an absent-minded professor discovers Flubber, a rubber-like super bouncy substance.
0: Yeah. Yep. The Disney Plus description says, Philip hopes his super bouncy goo will save his college and his wedding. What? Super bouncy goo. Super bouncy goo.
1: It's rated PG for slapstick action and mild language.
0: Yeah, I think uh, fittingly and perhaps ominously, Mm -hmm. every time I tried to watch this, the Disney Disney Plus app crashed like four times. Oh no. Yeah, I had to keep starting it over and at one point it crashed my whole Roku and I was just like, I really need to watch this movie. Could you assist? And then maybe I just wish I hadn't. Robin Williams
1: from the grave was like, "Just don't don't, don't watch it. Don't do don't. it, please. You said
0: so many nice things about me this month." Oh god. I still don't have any not nice things to say about him. No, I know. Just this movie's bad. So anyway, okay, let's let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's bounce right into it. <laughs> so the opening scene is just like a suburban street. We get these like really sciency credits where like all the letters look like, you yeah. know, formulas and things like that. And I did not know that Will Wheaton was in it. And I, I was didn't either. excited. Yeah. Shouldn't have been. No. (laughs) So then we get, yeah, this suburban street, little kids riding his bike, delivering newspapers. We see a newspaper headline that says that the local college is going to be closed. Right. A man is trying to close the college. Yeah. Like, specifically.
1: Yeah. This man hates education.
0: Yeah. And we meet him (laughs) later, but I did not catch his name, and I don't know if anyone ever says it. Yeah. Maybe at some point. I don't know.
1: All you need to know is he's the guy
0: with a lot of money and he's mean yeah i just call him will wheaton's dad the (laughs) entire time
1: (laughs) Uh, in a very like the opening feels very honey i shrunk the kids yeah because it's showing like the house and the yard being full of
0: machinery and all the gadgets in the house and right yeah it's just such a 90s thing i mean we saw the same thing in little monsters a little bit where it's just Mm -hmm. like yeah just a lot of like useless gadgets yeah that seem to take more time
1: Although, he does have his one robot make an entire breakfast.
0: Yes. And it goes well.
1: Yes. He isn't so much... I mean, he there are some explosions throughout the movie, but mm-hmm. it seems like most of the stuff that he does is pretty successful. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a change of pace. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For sure. Yeah, because, yeah, in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, it, like, burns the breakfast yeah. that it's trying to make or whatever. Yeah, nothing, like, quite works. Yeah, and this, I mean, the breakfast looks really good, and you know when we get into his character a little bit more later he probably wouldn't remember to eat if the thing didn't make him breakfast right so it's good that he has it
1: yeah we see the house is just full of science books papers a picture of a woman Mm. and uh ringing alarm clock and robin williams in bed like here's the alarm clock tries to turn it off which, I don't know why it's has such a low-tech alarm clock with everything else being so
0: high-tech. Yeah, it's just an alarm clock. Yeah, It falls he off the nightstand.
1: Accidentally hits a big red button that he keeps right next to his bed. Yeah. And it launches a trash can into the sky. Yep. That then lands on the curb.
0: Yeah. Maybe he pushed it on purpose because he was like, it's trash day! But also, does he remember that it's trash day?
1: No, he hit it on accident. <sighs> why is that button there?
0: For that purpose, I guess. All the lever crunk! So he doesn't have to take the trash out. (laughs) But I don't get it. I don't either. Yeah, his room is just chock full of books. And Mm -hmm. he sits... He's like, I'm up! And he sits up and there's a book on his face. So he, like, fell asleep reading.
1: Yeah. I'm surprised he even made it to the bed, honestly. I
0: know. We
1: hear a woman's voice ask him if he's up. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yep. And he puts on his glasses
0: and he gets out of bed. Yeah. They're, like, singing together, which is really cute. Yeah. And at the... Because I already knew that he was like trying to save his wedding, so he's engaged to a person. And I was like, are you telling me that two people live in this room? <laughs> but they don't live together. No, they don't.
1: We do see in the opening credits that the movie was produced by John Hughes, and the screenplay was also written by John Hughes.
0: Yes, this is disappointing yeah. to
1: me. Another huge miss by our buddy John.
0: I know. What happened to him in the 90s? He crushed it all throughout the 80s, I feel uh-huh. like. And then he got to the 90s and he was like, I don't know what I'm doing anymore.
1: He just did Home Alone and then he was like... And then he's like, I'll just just going to keep doing this. Yeah. More, more times. Different formulas. I guess.
0: But yeah, so then like you were saying, we see a machine in the kitchen that's making breakfast, mm-hmm. smashing beans one by one for coffee, yeah. cracking eggs with a laser, but it makes bacon and pancakes. Mm-hmm. It has like a timer for when it needs to flip them. Yeah. And it delivers the plate to the table and everything. I mean, it looks really good. And then we see... This little conversation between Philip and this woman's voice that we haven't seen her yet. Right, yeah. But he says, I can't find my socks. And she says, they're in your shoes. And he says, where are my shoes? And she says, they're on your feet. And he says, thank you. It's cute. <laughs> yeah. But worrisome. Yeah. He doesn't even know that he's wearing his shoes. Right. It's just, it's concerning.
1: Yeah, so he he's dressed. He, he looks nice. He's mm-hmm. got all of his clothes on mm-hmm. and the right body parts. <laughs> ready for breakfast he greets the machines and then one of them is a flying yellow robot named Weebo. yes and this is the woman's voice that we heard earlier there is not a human woman in this house no. there is a flying robot woman yes named hmm they have a conversation yeah and this is where i was like oh this feels much more like a robin williams character because you know we just did jumanji and i was like i don't understand why robin williams is in this part But he feels a lot more like, like this character has humor. Yeah. You know, he's not an inherently funny person. Like he is a science professor,
0: you know. Right. But he has built in Yeah, he tells little jokes. Into himself. Yeah. Yeah, can laugh at himself. Yeah. So she's like, have you seen the newspaper today? And he says, yes. And he's like, but this thing, you know, that I'm working on, if I could just get it figured out, then I know I could save the college and everything would be okay. And then he asks her for his schedule for the day. And she, like, flips through it on her little screen Mm -hmm. to, like, show him you have this and you have this. But she only shows him marriage to Sarah Jean Reynolds when he's not looking at it. Right. And he's like, I know there was something big going on today. Something involving white. What is it? You know, I can't remember. What, What was I supposed to do? And she's like, oh, man, wish I could help you, but I really can't. And, like, closes her screen again. And then he's like, oh, haircut. That's what it was. Right. I need a haircut. And she's like, okay, have a great day.
1: Yeah, so, so she knows and just isn't telling him.
0: Yeah, at yeah. first I was like, okay, maybe it's maybe she doesn't know what is displayed on her screen. Yeah, but she does. And she's like, she's just like, here's your schedule, and he just happens to not be looking at it at the right time. But she definitely has, like, emotions. Yeah. And I mean, we learn later, she really does. Yeah. You know, where she's like, wish I could help you, but I can't. And so she knows that it's happening and she should be like you're getting married today you know and really excited about it but she is purposefully not telling him that it's happening so then we go to the college in question
1: the aforementioned college Mm -hmm. that is about to be closed down
0: i didn't know you could just like shut down a whole school
1: i mean i guess if they
0: don't have funding anymore but nothing's making
1: money paying
0: to be there right oh anyway so we see sarah Mm -hmm. who is standing on her desk in her wedding dress. Yeah. And I mean, I guess they're just doing like- Well, last minute- Last minute things. Fitting?
1: fitting? It yeah. just
0: feels really weird.
1: Yeah. It feels uh, very scripted and staged. Yes. And unnecessary.
0: Yes. So she's on the phone, you know, complaining to someone, you know, she's like, you can't shut down a whole school, you know, every- uh, name me one other school that doesn't have financial problems and blah, 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 you know. Yeah. But she's upset about it. But anyway, she hangs up and she's talking to her friend, mm-hmm. Martha. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. who's played by grace from ferris bueller's day off oh yeah which i was like i've never seen her in anything else it's just really nice to see her in this movie but so we learn in this moment that this is the third wedding that sarah and philip are trying to have because philip keeps forgetting about the wedding yes which he has already forgotten about this wedding we saw earlier Mm -hmm. and i just really feel like that sarah is setting him up for failure because she's not like calling him yeah and being you know she's complaining to her friends oh if he doesn't show up to this wedding again that's it we're through you know i'm not going through this again yep but she's not with him in his office being like don't forget that we're getting married today or you know i will have a car come pick you up yeah it's just not fair
1: also does he he should really have like other human friends besides just a robot because yeah i mean is there anyone else in the wedding party you know like they would remind him right no. Does he have a best man? This is just all, Does like, he have family? I hope he shows up, and if he doesn't, then that means he doesn't really love me. Yes. Like, Which what? is
0: not fair, because if you're getting married, then presumably you know him well enough to know yeah. that he does this with everything. Yeah. This is not just... This is who he is, and so this is... It's not gonna stop once you guys get married. No, I know. You can't just expect him to change. Yeah. So then we cut to Philip on his little scooter, just yeah. meeping his way across campus. Uh-huh in the world's baggiest pants they are so baggy yeah very 90s it's very strange yeah he arrives to class but it's not the right class
1: no he somehow does not notice that there are two well he notices that there are two naked people at the front of the class but he doesn't think it's weird
0: yeah it just doesn't click yeah so he walks in everyone is stunned to see him there because it's not his classroom Mm -hmm. and there's just like a bunch of it's an art class and so there are a bunch of people with their easel set up and there are two like nude models at the front of the classroom and he just goes over to the chalkboard starts writing down sorry i'm late let's continue our discussion about this formula because he's a chemistry teacher right yes chemistry professor yep so he's just like oh if we do this and we do this and we talk about you know whatever and he's talking about um celestial bodies or whatever like not touching each other because of gravity and he's yeah, even acknowledges that there are naked people in the classroom because he's like, we'll call naked this naked man M one, and we'll call this naked woman M two, and why are they not touching each other because of gravity? Blah right, blah. And it's yeah. not until he turns around and like pulls up the board to hopefully reveal his notes underneath, and it says Doctor So and So's, you know, art yeah. class, and he's like, this is not my classroom. It's just like, <sighs> also,
1: this never happens again. No, he's always in the right place. Like yes. he doesn't ever like walk into he he misses things, but he's never like right oh i went to the wrong this
0: yeah his absent-mindedness comes and goes
1: yeah and it seems like <sighs> for it's jokes. very exaggerated in the beginning of the movie to like set it up uh-huh. and it's just like a convenient plot device that yeah. doesn't always matter i don't know it's very weird uh-huh not consistent right so he's walking across campus it looks like it's lunchtime
0: Yeah, Sarah sees him and calls him over, and he, like, waves, but he has his lunch bag, like, in his hand, and so he just smacks her in the face with it, because she's, like, standing behind him, and then he's like, oh, sorry, momentum.
1: (laughs) Great. But, yeah, he goes to sit with Sarah and Martha, he calls her Ruthie. Mm Mm-hmm. She's like, Martha. Right. And he says, Professor. (laughs) (laughs)
0: About himself. Well, because she says, me, Martha. Yeah. He's like, Martha who? She goes, me, Martha. And he says, you, Martha, me, Professor. It's just like, bruh. <sighs> anyway, yeah. He says, I was just going to grade my lunch, eat a few tests, and hope for the best.
1: Yeah. And then Martha says, How do you hold it in? And he says, Like everyone else, Ruthie, I cross my legs real tight. <laughs> Great. Yeah. I'm sure that was ad loved. Mm-hmm. But she's like, No, like, how do you hold it in? Your wedding is tonight. Aren't you excited?
0: Yes. And even that he misunderstands. She yeah. goes, How do you hold in your excitement? And he's like, about what? And she's like, the wedding. And he goes, oh, congratulations. And she's like, no, you, you're get. She's like, gesturing to Sarah. You, you're getting wed- married. Yeah. So even her being like, the wedding, does not jog that he is fucking getting married that day. And we learn in about five minutes that they had the rehearsal dinner the night before. Yeah. So, like, that should jog his memory. And so at this point, I'm like, something is wrong with this man. Yeah,
1: this is not... He's not just an airhead. Like, if... If it's this bad, something is wrong.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't know that he should be getting married to anyone because I don't know if he can make those choices for himself. Right.
1: Yeah. Like, this man- How has he not died? Probably shouldn't even be driving. Yeah. With a- No. The memory like this. Right.
0: Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he- No, he has a car. Shit, we see it later. Yeah. He should definitely not be driving. Because he can't- He's not paying attention to the world around him Mm -mm. to the point where- you know he says the wrong name he gets corrected doesn't understand that he's being corrected for that yeah someone says how can you hold in your excitement about the wedding and he's like oh congrats on your like no you yeah you are getting married
1: yeah it's frustrating because <laughs> there is a way to do this yeah you know there is a way to have this like trope of a character that's like so into a certain topic that they just are unaware of what's going on around them but it doesn't they don't have to be like like they have a head injury yeah you know like did you ever watch sherlock like the bbc sherlock yeah there's a a part where watson they're talking to somebody else and sherlock is there and watson's like ask sherlock about the solar system Mm -hmm. and sherlock's like i don't know what that is right like he doesn't understand that they are on a planet in space that revolves around the sun yeah because he's so focused right on the things that he focuses on yeah but that's not knowledge that you need to get from point A to point B safely without dying yeah you the way that can live your whole life not knowing yeah how does he I' I'm I'm, uh, how uh, yeah how I mean, does, I know does he, he get he went anything done classroom but how did he even know he had to be at work today right
0: how does he know <laughs> well because Weibo told him I guess and then didn't tell him he was getting married but even when he knows that he's getting married that day somewhere in his brain he knows it mm-hmm And that's not enough to jog his memory. No. Something is wrong.
1: Yes. Anyway, rant
0: will continue Yeah, absolutely. We're going to put a pin in that. So
1: Sarah does remind him of the wedding. She says, it is here at this time. Uh Uh-huh. And he says, oh, I've been there. And she says, yes, we were there last night.
0: Yes, for the rehearsal dinner. Yeah. Also, that does not count. No. That's not a wedding. It doesn't count. Today is the wedding. It counts. Be there.
1: And she, they have this really sad conversation yeah where she says this is the last time i'm going to try and marry you yeah and he says yes i imagine so yeah and she says i know i love you but i'm not sure that you can love me
0: right but yeah, he's that's like that's
1: the point
0: he's like that's ridiculous you know i love you with all my heart i love you with every atom of my being i love you on a subatomic level like I, you know, he gets very scientific about it but he's like i love you with everything that i have mm-hmm. and she says well then prove it to me tonight at 6:30 and he says prove what honey which, like, maybe is supposed to be a joke, but he just sounds so sad about it's it. It's not. Yeah, he's not joking. And she says, you know, that you love me. And he says, I love you. And then they walk away. And Ruthie, Martha, says to him, good luck. Mm-hmm. Which he says, thanks, Betty. But, like, <laughs> if he can't hold a conversation. No. Which,
1: this doesn't come up again. He can hold conversations yes. throughout the rest of the movie and it's fine. Yes. But if this is his true mental state that's dangerous why are you getting married yeah this is like fifty first first dates yeah
0: oh my like... god don't even fucking get me we have to do <laughs> we have to do a patreon episode about fifty first first dates even though it doesn't fit into any of the parameters because so can i can't yell about it want to yell about it for yeah. 15 minutes oh my god it's... it is like that though it's like yeah. what about this person can you connect with
1: they're not here you cannot have a coherent conversation of more than, like, four lines. <laughs> so, yeah. what are you in love with, exactly? Right.
0: And he not sounds haircut. sad about it. Yeah, he does. You know, it, it doesn't- it's not even this, like, haha, you know me, always forgetting things, but I'll be there. Lo-. It's it's sad. Yeah, he is
1: sad. <sighs> oh, okay. Back to Philip's house, where Weebo is watching TV.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like a romance scene. The woman on the TV is explaining that she'll give up the man she loves so he can be happy, because that's how much she loves him. Yeah. And Weibo's like, don't do it, you love him! Which kind of is like, is Weebo in love with Philip? Yes. Yeah. I guess. She yells at Weber, which is the robot that made breakfast, uh-huh. for making too much noise while she's trying to watch TV. Yeah. She tells him to download some manners,
0: which I <laughs> thought was funny. But then, yeah, we cut back to like the thing that she's watching and the character that she's watching says, but he ain't in love with me, Miss French. And Weebo says, ugh, tell me about it. Which so... this
1: subplot is also inconsistent as hell.
0: Yeah. Anyway,
1: yes. back to Philip uh-huh. in his classroom, whistling, putting together some science things. Uh-huh. You know? Yep. <laughs> That's a good lad. Now pull. <laughs> 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 and then Chris McDonald walks in.
0: Yes, his face is so punchable. Yeah. And he uses that to his advantage. He
1: does. He he was at our local Comic Con a few years ago. For what? I think for being in um Flubber. Happy Gilmore? oh he's in that one he's in a couple adam sandler movies but i okay. guess that makes you like a cult classic enough to go to a comic-con i don't know hmm. sure but he walks in and he's like hey phil what you working on yeah
0: and philip does not want to answer him
1: yeah and then he makes fun of him and he's like oh you can't remember
0: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah he is from a different college mm-hmm. he just wandered into this college to pick on
0: philip i guess literally yeah he's just yeah. here to gloat yeah and be mean to him uh, yes
1: uh, did he put it on his calendar? Do you think he was like, all right, <laughs> when I get done with all my classes, yeah, I'm gonna go bother Philip. Yes, across town.
0: Yeah, well, he's got the greatest memory of all time, so he doesn't need to write it down. He oh, just okay. remembers to go he be just a dick.
1: Remembers, yeah,
0: be a dick today, 5 p.m.
1: Yeah, Philip tells Wilson to leave, mm-hmm. and Wilson is like, "What happened between us?
0: Yeah, we used we- to be such great friends. We were partners. We used to do everything together. I'm like, you're an asshole. Yeah, what? This whole scene is just like, Wilson spells everything out. He's just like, I am the evil one. Because Philip's like, yeah, you were stealing all of my ideas. Maybe, maybe, you know, does that ring a bell? We used to work together and you stole my ideas. Yeah. Wilson's like, you weren't going to do anything with them anyway. You keep losing them or forgetting them or burying them under a pile of papers, you know. And so I just took them and took advantage of them. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, I never would have made it without you. You're way smarter than I am. You're just super forgetful. Mm -hmm. But me, I'm petty and competitive and corrupt. And I'm just like, what? Who does this? Who's just like, oh, I'm just such a dick. And I'll just, it's just the most, like, ham-fisted, I'm the bad guy scene that I have seen in a long time. Yeah, and he's not trying to be sly about it at all. No. And then he says, and
1: I'm here today because I'm going to steal your fiancé and make her my wife.
0: Yeah, like she's not a person.
1: Yeah, and then philip says well that's not gonna happen right and wilson says well okay then i'll see you at the wedding
0: <laughs> <And> leaves <laughs> just give the guy devil horns next time if you're gonna spell it out so plainly
1: so back at home philip is getting dressed for the wedding yes he confronts weibo he's like why didn't you tell me about the wedding this morning right and webo's like i don't know weird yeah philip's like okay well maybe you have a virus uh-huh open your mouth
0: <laughs> yeah, this
1: little cartoon video of a cat opening its mouth. Yeah, which is cute. And he touches her and is like, "Let me see if you're hot." Yeah, and that in that moment he has like a brain blast uh-huh. from Jimmy Neutron, <laughs> it makes him realize that the project that he's been working on is hot when it needs to be cold. Yes, because if it's cold, it's gonna do the thing that he wants.
0: Right. Yeah. He sets it so that it will, which i mean obviously i don't know anything about chemistry and science and also half of this is fake but he just like walks over to it and he's like delete 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 hot type in (laughs) cold and i'm like it's not a temperature like he's just like no not hot cold Cold. like it's just the least scientific shit Ah, i have ever seen i have to
1: press the cold button oh i
0: should have there are a lot of unscientific things that happen in this movie but yeah well it's good that one especially where he's just like Oh, cold. <laughs> <laughs> like, of course. Compared to what? Exactly. <laughs> but he ha- so he has a breakthrough. He's like, yeah. "Oh my god, yes! If it if it fluctuates rapidly between hot and cold, that'll help the Cooper blah 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 bunch of you know right? Yeah, sciencey mumbo jumbo. I'm sure it's also just ad lib shit that Rob <laughs> Right. <knows. laughs> and that'll be great. And he starts heading down to the basement. Yeah. And Weebo very quietly says, "But what about your wedding? And then she deletes it out of his calendar Mm -hmm. and says sorry sarah and shows a little video of the cheshire cat from alice in wonderland laughing maniacally
1: yep and as philip is rushing down the stairs Weibo says so quietly should i call the church and tell them you'll be late but he doesn't hear her right because a she's talking quietly and b he's in a manic state yeah so he's going through all of his machines he throws a hair in
0: yeah here again another unscientific thing where he says oh we need an organic catalyst plucks out one of his own hairs from his head and tosses it in there and i'm like yeah that's not gonna be replicatable later you know no, when someone yeah. else is trying to do your science and be like oh it was one of my hairs from my head yeah no no organic component yeah just any uh, just, whatever just throw it in there yeah. who cares very
1: <laughs> <laughs> change the world <laughs>
0: there's nothing to it. <laughs>
1: fucking gene wilder comes in and puts some of uh mike tv's hair in there yeah like sprinkles
0: it in yep and then disappears
1: yeah and so then he's like oh and and i need electricity he does that and then nothing happens for a second and then wow the house explodes yep and the water heater gets blown sky high and lands on the curb much like the trash can did
0: yep were they like we made this catapult (laughs) so (laughs) what else can we fling (laughs) So, I mean, it's a mess. His basement is a shambles. His face is a sooty mess. Weebo is laughing at him, which yeah. is, like, cool. I don't understand her character at all. Does she like him or not? I really don't know. Because she's mean. Yep. Anyway, yeah, she's laughing at him. He's like, that's not helpful, you know. And he says, oh boy, this is not good. Weebo, get a broom. Mm-hmm. So they start cleaning up. At the wedding, where Philip is not, mm-hmm. Sarah
1: is looking nice. She's looking ready. Yeah. She's standing by a window. She's got a giant bow on her head. It's fine. Yeah. Philip's not there. And, you know, she's crying. Mm -hmm. I don't know
0: what she expected to happen. Do you think she bought three separate wedding dresses? She did because when she's standing in that dress on her desk, she's like, do you think it's dumb that I went with the really big dress this time? Oh. So this is the third. yeah,
1: because one of them is like, no, it'll make him remember or something. Yeah.
0: This is the third, like, entire full-scale wedding that she has put on yeah and it's like bitch call him a taxi yeah send a car to his house call him call him call him on the the phone phone. why are you he's not expecting his brain to change
1: yeah he's not not there because he doesn't love you yeah
0: this is who he is yeah and you should know that yeah also they don't live together right have you seen the inside of his house have you seen his bedroom is he gonna move in with her do you know what
1: his life is like is his house for sale is he packing is she moving in there
0: neither of them appear to be ready to go at any point
1: (laughs) they're just gonna get married and then live in their separate houses i mean that sounds kind of tight i get
0: especially (laughs) because this is the third wedding that they've tried to have so it's not like they even had it's not like this was a split decision and they're like gonna do it all of a sudden like they have been thinking about this yeah i also would like to know who proposed to him because I don't see Mm. Philip Brainerd getting his shit together long enough to ask Sarah to marry him because he probably wouldn't remember to do it. Yeah. Buy a wedding ring. Why do I have this ring in my pocket? You know, like what is this for like finding the right time or whatever? So I mean, either she proposed to him, which makes it even worse. Yeah. Because she, again, it's not even like she was coerced into marrying him. She, it was her decision. I mean, it is her decision no matter what. And she's tried it three times. Yeah. Or they just had this really casual conversation about, like, well, maybe we should get married. Yeah. Did she do all the wedding planning? Um, she absolutely had to have. I have so many questions. I know. And getting married doesn't seem like a thing that he would want to do anyway. Yeah. It's, just, it's it's so much, you know? It's not it's not where his focus is, obviously.
1: I don't think that like he a could wedding. move in with her because he would forget where he lived. Yeah.
0: <laughs> plus there's all those machines like built into his house That's built true. into the side of his hat like yeah yeah
1: anyway wilson is at the wedding yep guess what he's doing what's he doing he's just holding the little satchel of rice that you're that you throw at the end of the wedding i guess and yeah. he just dumps it on the floor and smiles yeah what yeah we didn't need that uh, we didn't need a lot of this back to <laughs> philip's house it's nighttime he's uh-huh. cleaned up his face, he's cleaning up the lab. He's disappointed because he feels like he wasted two years of work. Mm-hmm. He kicks the cryo chamber that he had been working with and he says, ow. And then he walks away. <laughs> yeah. But as he's walking away, it starts to make noise. Uh-huh. So he turns around to go and check it out. Yeah. And there's a green blob in there.
0: Yeah. And it appears to be alive. I know. It like pokes its head out, it's looking around, it's making little like yeah, noises, it tiny sounds, which is very cute. Mm-hmm. And it even like, you know, he does the like da, da 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 da, and it finishes it. Yeah. So I mean, it knows things. Yes. That it could not have learned because it it's only existed for five minutes.
1: Yeah. I wonder if it's because of his organic component. I bet you so. They never say that, but that's what I'm going with. Mm-hmm. But it crawls into his hand and he sneezes. Yeah. The little flubber sneezes. It's so cute. Yep.
0: But so Philip's talking about it. He's like, oh, look at you. You know, you're incredible. Like, this is, you're a blah, 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 you know, science words about how he's like yeah. an elastic, whatever. But he's like, <laughs> you're moldable. And then he's like poking it and it keeps giggling. Yeah. And he's like, a little ticklish. Mm-hmm. And then it he tickles it too much and it like, is like, meh. He's yeah. like, oh, sorry.
1: Yeah.
0: Squishes it and it turns into a little balloon dog that's like wagging its tail. And he says, foldable. Yep. He points and it makes, you know, makes it look in a direction where there's nothing. He's like, oh, gullible. Yep. He stretches it out, sticks his face in it.
1: Yeah, and then he throws it on the ground and watches it
0: bounce around. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, so- He
1: made a thing. Yeah, he's really proud about it. He's happy. He's holding it and he says, Weebo, take a picture. Yeah. And she does and the flash causes the flubber to freak out, bounce all over the basement, breaking a bunch of stuff and up and out the stairs. Yep. It goes all over the neighborhood. It goes into a little boy's room. It smashes through
0: his window as his dad is like, everything's okay. Yeah, there's nothing outside of this window that, you know, you yeah. could possibly hurt you. There's no monsters. There's no scary things.
1: Everything is okay. Yeah, and then as soon as the dad walks out of the room, the flubber smashes through, bounces into a family dinner night brought to you by big corn. Everyone's eating, like, giant ears of corn.
0: Everyone has one, and then there are, like, eight more on the table in a plate. <laughs> That's all they're having for dinner. <laughs> it was insane. Yeah.
1: It tears through a garbage bag that somebody's carrying out to the trash because he doesn't have a big red button next to his bed. Yeah, makes life harder. It objectifies a woman's butt for a bit. It, like, follows this woman walking through her house and, yeah. like, replicates how her body moves. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. And it, uh, bounces around the living room. Well, the whole family tries to catch it
0: yeah it like passes through an open window goes through the screen so now it's in like it a billion really tiny, tiny little dots yeah and that part is kind of cute because one of the dots is in front of the TV and jumping up on the remote and changes shape like with whatever's and then yeah. like at one point it's a little Godzilla oh, and it's yeah. so cute it is cute but all the all the family members in this house are trying to catch it the cat the dog the little girl like so that part's kind of adorable oh we see the dad tries to jump really hard down on top of one of the dots and it like bounces him into the wall yeah and then all the flubber comes back together and flies back into philip's house through a different window that it didn't already break Mm -hmm. and he catches it with a catcher's mitt ready to go and he
1: says "Weebo, do you know what this is flying rubber yes it's flying rubber it's flubber and then the flubber hits him in the head with his own mitt and he falls down
0: (laughs) (laughs) so we go back to the church yep where wilson is sitting out by his car smugly
1: yeah smugging smuggly. <laughs> sarah, sarah is carrying her dress out mm-hmm. sadly yes spots him doing the cool guy lean mm-hmm. and she says are you gonna say i told you so and he says no no i'm here to give you a ride home he takes her dress from her and opens her car door then hands her dress back to her it's cool
0: yeah as soon as she gets in the car he's just yeah. like here you go like thank you
1: right that was unhelpful because, but
0: yeah the point being she's gotten in the car with
1: the enemy Mm mm-hmm because for some reason she didn't drive herself to the wedding and had no plan on how to leave
0: well she was gonna leave in philip's car obviously i guess so no one else
1: that was at the wedding could give her a ride
0: no these two people just don't have friends no
1: no so philip back at home is working with radioactive isotopes i don't know where he got that no he's wearing a hazmat suit yeah it seems really dangerous a bunch of
0: like lead yeah glasses like, he makes Weber get it out of the container yeah because he doesn't want to handle it himself
1: yeah because it's radioactive right yeah and then he's like so he's moving it from one place to another he's explaining to webo how it works he says the gamma radiation triggers a metastable decay in the flubber itself so by bombarding it with this energy he can control it right so he has a remote control for the cryo chamber mm-hmm. and like flies it around for a bit right And at this point, it's like, okay, what is the point of that? We'll see later, but...
0: Yeah, at at this point at all, I mean, I guess I know that I don't do a lot of science, and so maybe I'm just being cynical, but it's like, what are the actual practical applications of this thing that you've invented? You know, he's so excited about it, but I'm like, what does any of it do? Yeah. And it takes radioactive material... Yes. ...to make it... Like... That's not accessible. It doesn't. Yeah, it's not accessible. Or practical it's, doesn't seem like it's doing anything that we can't already do. But while he's doing this, his watch beeps, and so he lands the little thing that he's flying around. He's like, "Oh, the wedding!" He looks at it. It says it's six thirty. His watch beeps at six thirty. Yeah, which, which why would you? Have you... Been late. Yeah, you have to be there. Like, it, be there happening. at six thirty. Yeah, so you're late. Yeah, because you're not. It's not in your backyard. Yeah. He's like, oh, I got to go. He tears off his radiation suit, starts to head for the door. But Weebo's like, but we're we're doing experiment. You can't stop in the middle of an experiment. Come back here. You're not done with the science. And he's like, no, Weebo, yeah. this is really important. You know, I can't let Sarah down again. I got to go. I'll, I'll be back and finish this later. But then she says, you know, well, you're not getting married at all because it's 630 in the morning on yes. Saturday. Yeah. You missed it yep. again. Yep. She says, I'm sorry, Philip. And I don't I don't think
1: that you are. Girl. No, because you
0: could have you did this this. actually yeah
1: Yeah. so the next day sarah's sitting in her office which i wonder what time it is because it was he stayed up through the whole night he stayed up until 6 30 a.m yeah oh but then it's saturday so she wouldn't be in her office on a saturday
0: well we don't know that it's the next day it might be a monday right so he just didn't talk to her no they don't seem to talk about anything yeah ever
1: anyway point being she's in her office philip comes in to talk to her she glares at him and then just goes back to what she was doing mm-hmm. but then she says you've got a lot of nerve showing your face around here after what you did to me right and he's trying to explain like look i'm sorry i had a breakthrough with yeah the thing i've been working on i'm gonna be able to save the college you know like it's a really good thing
0: right she can't hear it no because she's too mad sure and that's fair it is i mean except it's her fault yeah It's understandable that she'd be mad if it weren't her fault, if she didn't contribute to this and set him up for failure.
1: Yeah. If it was literally like, he doesn't have a bad memory, he just gets caught up in things. Yeah. I feel like that would be more fair, but this is literally like, this man's brain doesn't work. Right. And I just said literally a lot. It's
0: okay. Because it's literal. It's very literal. (laughs) I know, but and he doesn't even pick up on this. You know, she's like, "I don't, I don't want to hear this right now. I'm not interested in this information." And he's like, "But the f- the flubber, it works, and here's yeah. what it can do, and here's what we can do with it." You know, and he's like so excited and explaining. He's like, "This is what I made," you know, and tries to show it to her, and she says, "You broke my heart so you could stay at home and make some green goo," and he like holds a hand up in front of it so that it won't like hear her
1: w- mean <laughs> words mean about things, it. Yeah,
0: and so I mean, even now. In this moment. I mean, before, yeah, you could argue, okay, it's not his fault. But now he's he doesn't pick up on these social cues at all. You know, this mm-hmm. is not what he should be apologizing for. Right. That's not why she's mad. Again, another
1: reason that he just shouldn't be in an adult relationship.
0: No. You know, like...
1: Unless you can understand
0: that. Yeah. You know, and basically you're just like, I don't care what you do. You know, I'm gonna let you... I don't know. Yeah. She clearly is not compatible with him because... Of the way that he is. Yeah, she has expectations that he'll never be able to
1: fulfill. Mm-hmm. They need to be in different types of relationships. Exactly. Anyway, he's like, listen, the Flubber could save the college. I'm going to prove it to you. Yeah. So he puts the Flubber in his back pocket and goes to drop himself out of the window. Mm-hmm. But as he is doing that, the Flubber leaves his butt.
0: <laughs> yeah, it just tears his back pocket out, flies yeah. away.
1: And so rather than bounce off of the ground back up to the window... Mm-hmm he just falls and breaks his spine
0: yeah yeah and,
1: and this a... is the scene that i remembered yes where she like pokes her head out the window and is like are you hurt mm-hmm. and he says just my pride and yeah when i was a kid i was like i don't know what that means
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but she breaks up with him yeah she's like i can't i can't handle this he just fell on his you. back
1: from a two-story window yeah and she, she told him just not like, to yeah she was just like
0: don't talk to me she was like are you mad and he
1: says ta-ta my love yep Anyway, here we are at a very expensive house. Mm-hmm. We see two goons. Yes. One of them being played by the same guy that plays Buffalo Bill. Yeah. And also the police chief and monk. His <laughs> name I can't remember. I don't know. Um, Sitting in a library reading some magazines. Uh-huh. We hear a jeep crash.
0: Yeah, we like see it pull up and yeah. then it like kind of goes off screen, but then it says glass shatters. And mm-hmm. one of the goons is like Junior's home. So like I guess he glove? crashed his Jeep. <laughs> <I don't
1: know. laughs> this, uh, this other plot line, there's so much happening. There are so many plot lines happening. And I have to say, this one is the least interesting. Yeah. It's I don't care about it.
0: So ham-fisted yeah. and dumb. It doesn't need to be there. No. So anyway, it's teeny tiny Will Wheaton. And by teeny tiny, I mean not so much.
1: No, anymore. it's like
0: after TNG age. Yeah.
1: He's still little, but yeah. Yeah, he's just, like, yelling for his dad the minute he opens the door. Mm -hmm. His dad's sitting there reading a newspaper. Mm -hmm. And we see that it's the guy, it's the same face from the front page. He's the one who's trying to shut down the school.
0: Yes. All I know is that Will Wheaton's first name is Bennett. Yeah. So I assume that the dad's name is also Bennett. That sounds right. Because they call him Junior. Yeah. But they really don't give us their names. No. And I don't care about them so much mm-hmm. that I didn't... Maybe they did and I wasn't paying attention, but I really yeah. just don't feel like they do. You're usually pretty good at picking up on names, though, so I feel like they probably didn't. I try. But so the we see those two guys come in the room, like yeah. the goons come in the room. So it's like, oh, I guess they work there. Because yeah. at first, you know, I was like, which one of them is Will Wheaton's dad? And it's like, oh, neither of them. Yeah. They just hang out. But Will Wheaton was supposed to be paying for good grades mm-hmm. so that he could get into Harvard.
1: Yeah, he's like, the only reason that you're in this school was so that you could get on the basketball team. Yeah. And get good grades and transfer to Harvard Law School or whatever.
0: Right. I'm giving that school money so that you can
1: graduate. Yeah. But I'm also trying to shut it down.
0: Right. But. You
1: can't shut it down before he graduates. No. Shouldn't. That would be dumb. Is he a
0: senior? <sighs> <laughs> I don't know. Because he's failing chemistry and he got kicked off the basketball team. And he's on academic probation. And I love that we wrote the same thing without seeing each other's notes. That the real joke here is that Will Wheaton would ever play basketball. <laughs> I know.
1: Yes, I wrote, lol, as if Will Wheaton would be playing basketball. And then four words later, you wrote, the most unbelievable part of this is that Will Wheaton is good at basketball. It's <laughs> 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 true. But, you know, when we see the team later, I'm like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, that's true. He might be good by their standards. But so they're like, okay, we're going to have to find some dirt on this Philip Brainerd guy to get him to play ball, Mm -hmm. to blackmail him, basically, into giving Will Wheaton an A. Yeah. So the goons go to Philip's house. Yep. And they're sneaking around in their trench coats. And they finally see that he's in the basement and they're watching through the little basement window. Mm -hmm. And he has crystallized some of the flubber which i'm like that flubber like interacted with you and practically talked to you yeah what'd you do like use a cheese grater on it? what do you mean crystallized it yeah which part of it did it willingly give i have a lot of questions i know me too because we don't see
1: it seems very sentient
0: the actual little flubber blob with feelings and thoughts for quite some time after this i know so it's like did he just make it and then boil it down or crystallize it it or what the fuck I don't know anyway he dumps some crystallized flubber into some hand lotion which then he mixes up and then puts on a golf ball which he's like talking to himself the whole time yeah, to, he's like, like
1: recording his experiment yeah, yeah and he
0: says applying evenly to entire surface which he does not no he doesn't and he doesn't measure how much he puts on there no
1: he's so bad at science he's just globbing it on there
0: yeah with his hands
1: it gets worse i know he drops the golf ball and it ricochets around the basement, yeah. smashing shit. Which so much of his shit gets smashed in this movie. I'm yes, like, there's How is there s-
0: anything left? So much broken glass in that basement.
1: Yeah. And then it like goes through the, you know, basement window and hits the tall goon, Buffalo Bill, in the head. Yeah. And goes flying off into the sky.
0: Uh huh. Then we go back to Philip, who has a bowling ball now. Okay. What? Why? You just did it with the golf ball. Yeah, you you know what it's gonna do. Why are you and what is the this point? is going to cause more damage. You might kill someone. He's not remotely concerned that that golf ball that he just put a super bouncy, like, mm-hmm. substance on just went flying out of his window, unaccounted for. Yeah. I mean, it is, he's like a baby, like, out of sight, out of mind. He can't see it anymore, and so yep. it doesn't exist anymore. Yep. No, so he's like, like bowling ball time. He puts right. on a helmet. So yeah. he realizes that like, this could be very dangerous.
1: But what is he going to find out?
0: I don't know. And then he says, "Applying light coating of flubber to the bowling ball. Why? 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 Why why are you doing that?" He tries to control its momentum, like he he puts it on a track. track. Yeah, but why? The same thing happens where it goes ricocheting around the basement, smashes a bunch of things, goes out the same window, and hits the shorter goon in the forehead and goes flying into the sky. Yeah, that man is dead. Yeah,
1: yeah. It smashes a helium tank on its way out and gives (laughs) Philip a high pitched voice. Yes. Where he says, this definitely has applications in the field of sports. Great.
0: Yeah, I guess. What does it? He's also completely forgotten about the fact that he's sad about Sarah. That he's yeah. been dumped. That their third wedding didn't happen the way it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. That she doesn't ever want to talk to him again. He's just super stoked being down here in his basement. So again, why Rubbing does... Rubbing
1: lotion on balls to destroy the world.
0: <laughs> why is he trying to have interpersonal relationships with people when this is where he is happiest? Yeah. Why are they trying to force it?
1: Yeah. I don't know. Because he loves Sarah. Why does he love Sarah? Why? Why? What about her? What can we he remember about her? Truly. Uh <sighs> Anyway, the goons are standing there. Well, they fell down. They got knocked down. They kind of get back up. They're both like, wow, my head hurts. And surprise, the golf ball and the bowling ball come back down and manage to squarely hit them both in the head again.
0: Yeah. We get it isn't funny. That super annoying thing where the, the golf ball comes down and hits the tall goon in the head again. And while he's laying on his back, he sees that the bowling ball is coming down and, like, points. And the other guy, like, takes his time to look. And then is like, oh, and then it hits him. And it's just like.
1: Yep. And those men are dead. (sighs) They're dead. If you dropped a bowling ball from that height on someone's
0: head. Yes. They're dead. They would die. They would die. (laughs) (laughs) They would all die. (sighs) And also, this scene, God, it feels so fucking lazy. It is. That's because it is. It's. It is. It's true. This scene is so lazy. John Hughes, stop.
1: Yeah. He had success with Home Alone, and then he just kept trying to be like, two goons get hurt. Always funny. Yep. I think, I I am to the point now, we have watched too many movies with the same formula, where Mm -hmm. I'm like, I think the next time I watch Home Alone, I might not even like it. Uh,
0: You might be right. (laughs) (laughs) You might be right. We're going to have to, like strategically watch a bunch of movies leading up to Home Alone that are not this. Yes. So that when we watch it, we can be like, oh, okay, it's pretty fun. Yeah. This is not fun. It's not. So then we see that Philip has liquid flubber and Lubber. he says with a, <laughs> with Lubber. a convenient spray applicator. Flubber? It's just in a spritz bottle.
1: Fliquid. <laughs> <laughs> Flipquid. Flubquid. Anyway. We're all wondering, where the shit is Weebo? She's just not there. Not helping. He thinks that the sprayer is clogged. hmm As he's messing with it, the goons, they're outside. They're standing on the trash cans because they're trying to avoid getting hit in the head with the balls again. Uh-huh. They look at each other. They're like, let's just leave. This sucks. Yeah. At the same time, Philip realizes, oh, he didn't have the nozzle open. adjusts it, gives it a couple practice squirts out into the driveway where the goons are. Uh-huh. At the same time... The balls land, go shooting back into the sky. The men think that it's safe, so they jump off the trash cans. They land in the flubber puddle. Spring! <laughs> now their legs are broken. <laughs> uh-huh. There they go. Into the sky. Guess what happens next? Oh,
0: no. I don't want to guess. <sighs>
1: Remember that little boy from earlier? Uh-huh. That was, like, afraid to look out the window? Yeah. Yeah. He hears this and gets out of bed and goes to see what's happening. And sees these men hurtling towards his house, where they land in his tree, mm-hmm. smash their faces against his window.
0: Mm-hmm. He's terrified. Yeah.
1: Ha
0: ha ha ha. ha 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 ha. I'm <sighs> okay. So then we see Philip. He's underneath a car, working on it. Finally, Weibo has shown up.
1: Yeah, this car is so big. It's so big. It's one of those that has like I think the, I think it's a T Bird. Yeah. But it's like the front end is so long that you're like, how do you park? Yeah. <laughs>
0: So he, he's put his like he's modified and put his gamma radiation thing that he was flying around earlier when he missed his own wedding into the engine mm-hmm. and attached it to the steering wheel. And he's like, Look, Weebo, when I turn the steering wheel left, it turns left. Uh huh. And when I turn it right, it turns right. Uh-huh. Great. Yep. And this is the point where I really was like, you know what? I don't like Weebo. No. I don't like her. Because He- No, yeah. You know, he's, like, moving her. He's, like, showing her that. She gets in there to, like, like, get a closer look at it. He closes the lid. He closes the hood. The car lid. The car lid. And she's, like, down in there. And she's, like, oh, my God. She starts freaking out immediately. She's, like, oh, help. Professor, help me. Oh, my God, help me. And he goes and he, like, lets her out. And he's, like, what were you doing in there? Which is a dumb question. Because even if you're this absent-minded, you could figure out what happened. Yeah. But he can't.
1: This is no time for playing around.
0: Yeah, but- the way that she, because he says, what were you doing there? And she says, with no sass. So it just sounds very matter of fact. She says, I was flirting with the alternator. And so the delivery is just so strange. It's because very strange. If she had been like, what do you think I was doing in there? You know, like yeah. flirting with the alternate. Then it would have made sense. But she, the way she says it is just like, this is clearly what I was doing. Yeah. So why were you just freaking out that you were in there? I just hate it. Anyway.
1: Yeah. No, I agree.
0: So he's like, Weebo, get in. Because we're going to fly over to Sarah's house and land this baby on her roof, and then she'll see that Flubber is good, and that Flubber works, and that will win her back. And it's like, again, not her fucking problem, man. That's not why she's upset. A man will literally
1: invent a flying car rather than go to therapy.
0: Yeah. He doesn't know that he needs therapy because he can't remember that anything's wrong. Well, he needs to go to a fucking doctor first. He needs to go to a doctor.
1: Yeah, Weebo's like, I don't want to go. Yeah. I, uh, I
0: get, uh, car sick. Come on, Weebo, you're not gonna blow chips? I might.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but then he's like, what? Come on. Yeah. I don't, why are they, I don't care. Why,
0: why does he need her?
1: Why does she need to be there?
0: She doesn't. Also, she does she not. She can fly. Yep.
1: She's not. Nope. Anyway, the car flies. <gasps> it's exciting. Whoa. It seems, uh, pretty unstable. Yeah. Probably not. A neighborhood, I don't think,
0: is the best place to test this out. No, it's got power lines and houses and trees, trees. and, mm-hmm. you know, the steering wheel controls it left to right, but how does he control, like, its pitch and its yaw and its up and down? <laughs> and its yee. <laughs> <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah, the yee and the haw.
0: Like in a plane. Yeah, no, I know. The
1: forward and the backwards. Yes, and the velocity and the altitude. Altitude? Yeah. <sighs> I
0: don't like your altitude. <laughs> anyway he crashes it into pajama boy's apple tree
1: god
0: and he runs through the house again screaming
1: we're 35 minutes in and this joke this is the third time i know they have done this yep is it dead yet You think the joke's dead yet it has been
0: murdered just like everybody else in this movie (sighs) yeah so anyway he's back in the sky he's doing flips and shit it's pretty great yeah, but, but also I'm like, planes already exist. You right? have not invented anything that didn't already exist. And once again, it's radioactive, and so this is not a safer or more efficient way to do things because no. it came with a tiny bit of flubber that blew up your basement. Mm-hmm. That I'm not even sure that you could replicate. Yep. To create something that already exists.
1: Yeah, flying.
0: Flying that
1: exists. Also, they're up in the clouds at this point. I'm like, can you breathe? I
0: don't think so. It gets cold up there. I mean, too. I, no, I, I don't think you can. The air is very thin. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but neither is this guy. (laughs) But Weebo has been, like, hiding down in the floorboards. Yes. And he's like, come up
0: and look how pretty it is up here, you know. Yes. I can show you the world. (laughs) Shining, shimmering, splendid. Tell me, Weebo, now when did you last let your hard drive decide? Oh, my God. (sighs) (laughs) I have to go. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Philip's like, it's so nice up here. You know, it's not crowded. It's so dark. It's so pleasant. It's so quiet. And then he turns off the car engine so that it will be quieter. And then he remembers that he needs that to Fly. survive. Yeah. I and guess he's he plummeting thought, towards the earth.
1: I guess he thought he was like parked on a cloud. I guess because he's a scientist. Well, he
0: was like, I'm in park. I can turn the engine off.
1: No. Anyway, guess what? They plummet towards the earth.
0: Yes. And they stop at the last second. Mm-hmm that's definitely not how inertia works (laughs) (laughs) it's not so then we get to sarah's house sarah is sitting on her front porch drinking wine with wilson in the porch swing wilson says it's so nice to get to spend time with you without Brainerd hovering above us which is a thing that no one says like hovering sure hovering around being around but hovering above us is not something that anyone says but the joke is that philip brainerd is in his car literally hovering above her house
1: so wilson is telling sarah listen you could come over to rutland we would love to have you on our staff we have no idea what she does Mm -mm. but that if she were there they would be together with nothing but time she'd still have to work yeah and
0: presumably so does he and it's in the same town. It's not that far, yeah. So. Anyway. But anyway, she's like, no, you know what? You gotta go. Yeah. I'll th- uh, whatever. It's t- time for you to leave. So mm-hmm. she kind of, like, walks him to his car. Yeah. And they almost kiss. Yeah. But then she turns her head at the last second. And he just kisses her cheek. But then she says, you know, I'm driving up to Rutland Thursday to watch the the basketball game. Mm-hmm. Capital T. Capital B. Mm-hmm. The basketball game. Yes. Should I make dinner reservations? Which I'm like, why are you being so flirty with this man when you just denied his smooch? (laughs) She's not ready to smooch.
1: (laughs) She's not ready for anything. She doesn't understand relationships. That's true. She doesn't even like this man. He's evil.
0: I know. Why would you? But she's like, your team's definitely going to lose, so I'll buy you dinner. Again, being super flirty with him. And he's like, all right, I'll make you a bet. If your team wins, you can buy me dinner. Yep. If my team wins, we spend a weekend in the mountains. And yep. she's like...
1: That, like, stops her. She's like, uh, uh, I'll think about it. Yeah. But after she goes inside, Wilson says out loud to no one, I can't lose. She's mine.
0: Yeah. And he pumps his fist. His ham fist. Fuck. Because it's ugh, so hammy. And then we see Philip, who has a bunch of apples in his car because he crashed into that kid's tree. Oh, yeah. And he just says, Sir Isaac. And then and then throws an apple at his head and hits him in the head. Yep. And he does not he look, does look around thinking... for this
1: backflip
0: oh yeah he does
1: (laughs) when he gets hit with the apple
0: yeah so will wheaton's dad is mad yes kind of
1: well he can't express emotion with his face no or his voice seems angry either maybe he's related to Weebo. maybe (laughs) everyone in this movie is just like she seems slightly
0: more in the wrong cadence all the time Uh, yeah i don't know but so then they do the thing that i love your favorite thing so much yeah it's my fave what is it? So we see the goons, like, sitting on a couch with ice packs on their head, like, in the library. And the dad says, The all professor right.
1: in the library with a golf ball.
0: <laughs> 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 and the dad says, all right, one more time, what happened? And it's just like, th- he could just say, okay, now, tell me what happened. Yes. You know, because clearly they needed to, like, get ice packs and sit down. Yeah. And so there doesn't need to be... This doesn't need to be the second time that they're explaining things. I just yeah. don't understand. No.
1: It's like, ooh, the- look, we're jumping in in the middle of the conversation." It's like, "Why? Why? why? What is this artistic choice about?" I know, what I does don't it get have it? to do with anything.
0: So, anyway, they yes. explain what happened. And this is where we learn that their names are Smith and Wesson. Cute. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean they they explain what happened. He's like, "Were you drinking?" And they were like, "No." Like, <laughs> we had like two beers, he had a glass of wine, like we weren't, you know, like, yeah. he's just got this crazy stuff that, that makes things bounce or whatever.
1: Yeah, I don't know what it is or where it comes from, but it will give you one heck of a headache.
0: Yeah, and again, this is also a really weird thing, they like move their ice packs to show him the like bumps on their head, Yeah, and he goes, ah, goodness, which one, not enough of a reaction. <laughs> two, has he not seen right. them yet? This yeah. is the first time that he's seen what they look like. Did they walk in with the ice packs on their head? Yeah. And if so, why did he make them
1: explain it twice? Ugh,
0: that sounds and also,
1: weird. they're dead. Right. I mean, the shit that happened to them, they are dead. They have died. Yeah, it's true. These are their ghosts.
0: Multiple skull fractures, brain damage.
1: Absolutely. A bowling ball? Death. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Anyway, Weebo and Philip are in the garage. Weebo mm-hmm. is trying to make Philip feel better. Yeah. She's like, listen. I think a woman should love a man for who he is, not who she wants him to be. What? Which, yes, finally, some sense. What? This is the one thing in this movie that makes sense. Yeah. But he's like, listen, you're a computer, and this is about humans, and you don't get it. Yeah. So then why did he need her to go with
0: him in the flying car? I don't know. To go get her back. For some moral support? (sighs) He needed some backup? He can't leave her for five minutes? That's not true, because she doesn't go to class with him.
1: But since since Weibo is like, you know what? Fine. I'll just make myself look like a human. Mm -hmm. So she goes up to the professor's computer, plays the very first version of The Sims. Yes. (laughs) Where she runs through pictures of women and puts together features and then outfits and then names. And it's a hologram woman that she's created.
0: Yeah. Who's always
1: wearing a nightgown.
0: Yes. And standing (laughs) in a breeze. Yes. Her hair is just, like, flowing a little bit. Yep. Yeah, and she, like, walks this hologram up the stairs uh-huh. into Philip's bedroom and is, like, standing over him. Where he is
1: asleep, fully dressed, Ebenezer Scrooge style.
0: Yeah. His shoes are on. He's still got <laughs> pens in his pocket. Yeah. Like, he he passed out the second he hit yeah, the Yeah, I don't
1: think he sleeps. I think he just passes out. Yeah. All the time.
0: Yes. And this hologram lady is, like, about to kiss him, which... Don't kiss people while they're asleep. You know, if you've never kissed them before, do not make this the first time.
1: Yes. But also, you're a hologram.
0: Also, you're a hologram. And then he wakes up, and, like, the hologram disperses, and he's like, Weebo, I have the answer to all of our problems. Yes. Which, maybe all of Philip's problems, but not Weebo's problems.
1: The problem that he's about to solve solves nothing. It's true. Also,
0: she did not create a fully, like, corporeal person. Right. She just made a hologram yes. that she has to project. Yes. Why did she bother giving her a name?
1: I don't know. It's just her. She
0: already has a name. It's Weebo. Yeah. But she, like, chooses a name out of all the...
1: What does she name her? Sylvia. Oh. Yeah. Weird.
0: Sylvia yeah. Plath.
1: She's depressed. <laughs> Sylvia It's Brainerd. a cry for help.
0: I guess. Anyway, it's just, it's just strange that they even show her yeah. picking a name at all. I mean, unless... She's like, I need a name for this file that I've created. But even still, you could just call it like Weebo Hologram. It's just weird that they bother showing... She doesn't type it in, she chooses it from a list. Right. So it's strange. Anyway. Anyway. The solution to all of Philip's problems is that Flubber is going to the basketball game.
1: Right. Right. So if you'll recall, we overheard a bit being made between Wilson and Sarah about this basketball game. We're like, if his team wins, she has to go stay with him in a cabin yeah. for the weekend. So Philip's like, Alright, I just have to make sure that the basketball team wins, and then she won't go stay with him, and then she'll come back to me and she'll see that Flubber saved the day and everything will be fine. Right. This is how humans work. Right. This is how you get women. Nice. Yes. So first of all, Philip performs a B and E. hmm Some breaking and entering. Mm-hmm. He drives to Rutland. Yeah. Breaks into their gym. Mm-hmm. And sprays the basketball with liquid flubber. Yeah, and it takes off around the court. Cause surprise, he's done this with every spherical shape that he could get his <laughs> hands on, and it does the same thing every time. I know. Also, basketballs are already bouncy. Yes, I'm gonna yell about this basketball game.
0: It's oh, it's stupid. We it's are so dumb. I, I will be right there with you yelling. It just it doesn't make any sense. N- none of this makes any sense. First off, the liquid flubber is not at all viscous it's just water yeah. so it's dripping all over the place yes. which means that the basketball court is going to be very bouncy in, in some places random spots cuz we've already seen that it like
1: yeah it makes when the ground bouncy it, yeah. barely
0: yeah. yeah it makes the ground super bouncy also he like wipes his hands off on his jeans or yeah. like on his very baggy sweatpants on his butt and everything which does not come into play right. in this moment nope. but it does later in the same like sort of instance
1: It's just a very, like, convenient plot device that has no consistency.
0: I know. So, it wasn't until I was reading, like, researching this movie that I learned that the miracle that is Flubber, the reason that he is so excited about it, is because it bounces higher on the second bounce.
1: Right, yeah, it has
0: increasing... Than the first one. Yeah, which I didn't particularly pick up on watching this movie.
1: Yeah, I did, but yeah, they don't make it very obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And so... It,
0: that's not helpful.
1: No. And when I you're... also don't understand how that applies to a flying car. No. That doesn't bounce. No. It does not. I don't understand that at no, all. I don't know if makes sense. <laughs> Actually. Anyway, I thought about it too hard and now my brain hurts. Oh, it's fine. Anyway, he sprays the sole of his shoe to see, like, how much that'll make him mm-hmm. jump. Mm-hmm. But it makes his leg just erratically bouncy. Mm-hmm. So he's like, okay, I somehow have a 50-pound bag of sand Yeah, around. He brought it with him dog pocket
0: <laughs> did you see those pants he was wearing
1: <laughs> he's got 12 he's dog got pockets so many pockets in
0: there.
1: <laughs> yeah he just has a 50 pound bag of sand that he puts in the middle of this basketball court and mm-hmm. then he also has a rope mm-hmm. from somewhere ties himself to the bag mm-hmm. he's a scientist yes he should know that he weighs more than 50 pounds yes and if you have increasing momentum mm-hmm.
0: that's not gonna matter i know Listen, he's a chemist. He's not a physicist, okay? He doesn't understand anything.
1: (laughs) Even about chemistry. But
0: chemistry. No. That's all he gets. So he he starts bouncing. He sprayed both his shoes. He
1: starts bouncing. He's not going too high. It's okay. But, of course, higher and higher he bounces Mm -hmm. until he breaks both legs. Mm -hmm. Just because you're bouncy doesn't mean when you hit the ground, it doesn't hurt you.
0: Yeah, the ground doesn't have any more give than it did before, and you're coming down (laughs) from a very tall height. He bounces so high that he hits his head on the scoreboard. Yeah, and then he lands. That's high. Yeah.
1: (sighs) (sighs) He goes flying towards the hoop, Mm -hmm. and he grabs on, but the bungee pulls him backwards because he's tied to that bag of sand.
0: I mean, the bungee will drag you down.
1: That's what they say. And then he goes flying backward into the sands. His weight comes with him. Very predictably, the sandbag... Follows in, in hot pursuit and <laughs>
0: <laughs> explodes. His head. Yeah, he ducks right at the last time. Does he clean this up? No, probably not. He just leaves all this shit everywhere. I'm we sure. don't see. It's just, you know, it's just the end. He's like, oh, the janitor will get it. But he, after this sandbag <laughs> explodes yeah. above his head, he goes, it worked! And it's like, did it? But we already knew all of this, too. Did it work? Yeah. I mean, the only thing thing that i could see him testing out in this moment which he very easily could have tested out at home is that like applying less flubber made Mm -hmm. him more manageably bouncing right great i think anybody could have figured that out yeah i think so so at this point i have like a question as far as the permanence of things with flubber on them
1: yeah how long does it stay flubberized
0: yeah yeah and judging by the running joke of the golf ball and the bowling ball keep landing in his driveway oh true it's forever yeah so does he take his shoes off while he's leaving can he never
1: wear those shoes again
0: yeah does that if does that basketball just keep ricocheting around the gym for forever because it hits him in the head like as he's leaving
1: oh yeah oh my god what a funny version of basketball (laughs) <laughs> all right you all play basketball normally but there are three other basketballs that are bouncing around erratically and you have to survive
0: yes and they <laughs> they get faster every time they hit the ground
1: last one standing wins
0: i know he says at some point if like if you stop its inertia then it calms down i guess but until when yeah is it till the next time that you start it again because i mean it's not like the flubber itself when it stops moving just like turns into goo and doesn't bounce again it continues it starts bouncing again yeah so yeah are these shoes just ruined for forever can he wipe them off and like
1: yeah i don't know
0: does it just transfer is this is this solution forever
1: yeah has he invented something to like get it Yeah,
0: in which case, again, he's dripping liquid flubber all over this basketball court. It It is dangerous in places. Yeah, on the seat of his pants, which conveniently, when he landed in the stands, Uh he did not bounce out of them like he should have because his butt cheeks are covered in liquid flubber. It's just, (laughs) it's so inconsistent. This flubber is butt cheeks. (laughs) (laughs) And it's frustrating. I agree. Also... Yeah, I was like, are, "Is this bowling ball just crashing into the Earth repeatedly and over not and over again, causing any damage to the Earth?" Not causing damage to the Earth. Luckily, it is landing exactly one hundred percent square on the ground, so that it goes back straight up and not at any kind of angle, where it comes down five feet to the left and then bounces off at a different angle. Oh luckily, no, now I have
1: science questions. Luckily, it doesn't hit. It goes up for so long. Yeah, and the Earth rotates. Yeah, does it stay in the same? I don't know. I don't know if it's position or is it still within like gravity's pull? Or
0: yeah, And I mean, it's still it's still within gravity. You have to get out of the atmosphere. Well, I mean, if, it, it if either it leaves the atmosphere
1: every time. Then wouldn't eventually, it eventually? it's going to leave the atmosphere? Yeah,
0: <laughs> I don't know. And
1: how fast does it have to? Oh my god, if I didn't even think about this.
0: that. I was just thinking about you know the fact that it doesn't. It doesn't hit like a pebble and go off at an angle and then come crashing down on someone else's house. Yeah. Or it doesn't encounter a plane or a bird or a breeze while it's in the air. Yeah. And he just, he just doesn't care. No. This deadly weapon, (laughs) (laughs) he has let loose on the earth. Oh my God. I want there to be. And doesn't care.
1: Can we do a rewrite of this? That's like really gritty and not a kid's movie.
0: Also, I mean, yes, obviously we can. It's <laughs> kind of what we're good at. But it also makes me think of the nun's story in Haunted.
1: Oh, I don't remember. Do you
0: read Haunted? Yeah. She. But I read the
1: first story about the kid almost drowning. Yeah, And Guts. then I forgot everything else that happened. Yes.
0: Well, so the nun, her like little personal story is that because bowling balls are really bouncy, I guess. Oh, so she talks about how she would stand at the top of a really big hill and like throw a bowling ball down and bounce and let it like bounce and increase in velocity and just like smash into shit, but like really late at night. So nobody knew who was doing it. Yeah, it was just yeah. this, like, and I don't remember if she like hurt someone or anything, but she yeah. like was just like, oh, yeah, it's just a thing that I used to do where I would just unleash these bowling balls into the world and nobody knew it was me and I was what? causing so much destruction and havoc. So it makes me think of that.
1: That's Yeah. That's what's happening. Yeah, I want there to be a version where instead of just this stupid man that nobody cares about trying to close the college for whatever reason. Yeah. The military is trying to get a hold of Flubber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm gonna drop bouncing bully bowling balls on the
0: enemy. Absolutely. Call that an airstrike. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second too. I was like, yeah, that's what it FUCK! <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You're fired. You're off the show. Get out. <laughs> ah!
0: <laughs> so back at the lab. God.
1: <laughs> yes. Back at the lab. The lab. The basement. Mm. That's been smashed to pieces a thousand times. Oh but it yeah, looks fine.
0: Littered with broken glass.
1: Weber is painting some tacks. Yes. We get another... Clumsy expose moment mm-hmm. where Philip asks Weibo if she remembered to coat each tack with liquid flubber before having Weber paint them.
0: Yeah. And she's like, what?
1: Yeah. Uh. So we're to understand that these tacks got painted with flubber mm-hmm. and now Weber is painting over that with something else. Yes. Which just doesn't like make spray sense paint.
0: either. Right. Well, the reasoning behind it being.
1: Wouldn't it just bounce off?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you would think so.
1: You try to paint it and the paint just. Yeah bounces off doesn't it
0: the little particles should should just bounce right off yeah he he even he's when he repeats it he's like did you remember to coat each tack with a 15 percent flubber solution whatever whatever so we learned that he's like scaled it back yeah he's coating these tacks with this flubber well he had webo do it and now he's having weber paint them Uh what is he doing he's sitting right there i don't know with them i have no idea not doing anything else so i don't understand why he asked her if she remembered to have him do it because the fact that he can't remember anything and then he's like did you remember to (laughs) have him it's too late it's too late the tacks are already painted yeah why are you having her do it if you don't trust her to remember to do it when you are sitting
1: right there god anyway the point is the flubber solution will be on the tacks and then the paint will be on them and the paint will take 30 minutes to wear off
0: yes because so. it would be suspicious if they were good at basketball right away, but right. not suspicious mm-hmm. if they suddenly got good at basketball halfway through a basketball game. Right. Also, I have so many qualms, and we haven't even gotten to the game yet. I have so many. The paint is not going to wear off the same for everyone. It's not right. going to wear off evenly on these tacks that you have in the bottom of their shoe.
1: Right, because people walk differently, people weigh different amounts, People. some people are playing and some people are sitting.
0: Yes, they're you not know, all going to be on the court at the same time, yeah. unless there's only five people on this team. Well, maybe that's why they're bad. It may be. It, 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 uh, and, and and when the paint comes off and the flubber goes into effect, they're all going to be way too freaked out to continue playing basketball. Yeah. You would think.
1: Well, Weebo is worried that this is cheating. Mm-hmm. Philip says, no, it's just equalizing. Mm-hmm. Rutland is way too good. And I have to prove to Sarah that Flubber works. She doesn't care. She doesn't. She does she not care. Does not care about Flubber. No. She just wanted you to show up to the wedding. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So Philip's leaving. Yeah. He's going to the game. Mm-hmm. He has his driving cap on. He yes. The driveway. The bowling ball and the golf ball f- fall back down. Yeah. From space.
0: And it's it's meant to be like a joke where he like he pulls out of the garage and goes gets halfway down the driveway and they land. In yes. between his car and the garage, and oh. it's like, ha, he
1: narrowly avoided. Ba-.
0: Again, like, know. you th- you could kill someone. Technically, you already have. <laughs> the movie's just choosing to ignore how brains work for this.
1: <sighs> anyway, uh huh. Yeah, Philip says, All right, Weibo, you're in charge. Don't make any phone calls to Russia. I'm pretty sure that was Weber. Yeah. And he says, Don't let Flubber out of the tank under any circumstances.
0: You know what could happen. Mm hmm. Weebo says, okay, I definitely won't do that. You got it. Couldn't, won't, wouldn't even consider it. Like, and her little screen shows a cartoon clip of Donald Duck with like angel wings and a halo. Uh And then as soon as he leaves, she turns around and it's, he's got like devil horns and a tail or whatever. And Okay. So she was lying. Yeah. I don't Uh, like her. Yeah.
1: We already knew what's going to happen. Yeah. Also, he can remember a basketball game, Uh-huh. but not his wedding. No. Why?
0: Oh. What? Because it's it's related to Flubber, because he's got it in his brain that this is, like, the thing. But he's the like point focused of doing it is thing.
1: about Sarah.
0: Yeah. He just wasn't focused <laughs> on the wedding? Like, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, Again, we see that he can he, focus on some things. He
1: has this thing, yeah. this memory thing, mm-hmm. that is only...
0: It's selective.
1: Yeah. Convenient for the plot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's broken into the locker room Yeah, he's at just the basketball
0: game. there. I mean, he knows some of these kids. Like, they're his students and stuff. He yeah. knows the coach, so he, they probably just let him in, but he's just in there. He's in there going through people's shit. Yeah. He's taking all of their shoes out of their gym bags and sticking these flubberized tacks into the bottom of them, uh-huh. which... If you get a tiny rock in the treads of your shoe, you're going to notice. Yeah. You're definitely going to notice five tacks stuck into the sole of your shoe. Nope. The second you take a step. No. No, you're not. <sighs> no. Sorry. That would ruin the movie. I would like to ruin this movie.
1: The basketball coach is trying to give a pep talk. Yeah. But he's basically like, I mean, they're better than us and stronger and faster and smarter. And yeah, the coach is better. They haven't lost a game in 120 games. Mm-hmm. and. We've never won a game, and Mm -hmm. but why shouldn't we win? Yeah. It'll be fine.
0: We'll go out there and do our best. Yeah. Like, why do you even have a basketball team?
1: So, they're not doing well. No. They're losing. Yeah, it's like... By
0: a lot. 3 to 42 or something crazy.
1: Yeah. We do see that back at the house, Weebo is doing the thing that she said she wasn't going to do. Ah. She's getting Weber to let Flubber out of the tank.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Like, immediately.
1: Yeah, and she looks into the tank and says... Okay, Flubber, it's time you and I got to know each other.
0: Yeah. What? She says it too sexily. She, like, wiggles her little robot body, which.
1: She's always wiggling. Maybe I that's know. why you hate her. It's just. Maybe. Because she has the little flaps on the side of her head, too, that are always, like, opening and closing. Yeah, I don't like, know what randomly. they do.
0: What their point is. I don't she know. She wiggles too much. But I don't know. It just it just feels very, like, okay, Flubber. And, I'm like, why? I don't why? know. Why? What do know. you mean, get to know each other? You know what it does? It just fucking bounces around and smashes shit. Yeah, it's pretty one-dimensional.
1: Yeah, it predictably takes off and smashes shit.
0: Whoa! <laughs> and she's like, "Oh no, Flubber, come back!" This is what it does. You knew this. You've been here.
1: <sighs> back at the game, mm-hmm. Philip sees Sarah and Wilson sitting together and goes and
0: sits behind them. Yeah, and he like he says hi to her. He's like, "Good evening, Sarah." And she looks very confused to see him. Yeah, and Wilson looks super annoyed. Yeah. And I'm like, have Zara and Philip talked at all? Like, at all? I don't think so. Or is he just, like, the dude she broke up with who keeps showing up places and she doesn't want to see him? Yes. Great. That's him. Mm-hmm. That's, how you, uh, that's how you win somebody back. Yeah. So Rutland continues to school medfield mm-hmm. in this basketball game. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, you know, even if they suddenly can jump higher than they could before, They're you're not, not going to be, be better at shooting the ball, more passing the ball, running. Running's going to be hard. Really is going to be very hard. Rutland is just better at basketball than they are at the fundamentals of basketball. Yeah. They know how to work as a team. They know how to do basketball things. Yep. Like, it's not just jumping high that makes you good at basketball. Just ask Muggsy Bogues. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> at least you guys are tall. <laughs> no, I'm just another short guy. He's the one who needed the flubber. Yeah. So, Will Wheaton's dad is there. Yep. For whatever reason.
0: Yeah, I, even from between, goons. like, we just saw him with his goons, like, Icing there, I already forgot about him. <laughs> like, when he showed up at the game, I was like, oh, yeah, that guy.
1: Yeah. The subplot is unnecessary. The whole
0: thing is unnecessary. Do you think regular plot.
1: that Will Wheaton's dad is in a throuple with Smith and Wesson? Yes. <laughs> They're always with him, and Will Wheaton's mom is never mentioned.
0: She left because she couldn't handle how much Will Wheaton's dad. loved smith and wesson and not her yeah so he he's sitting there and he snaps his fingers and then turns around to look at them so the snap was entirely unnecessary it's not like they came to him no they were sitting right there they're just right there it was to get their attention but then he turns around so anyway he says to them see if you can get me another 10 grand on rutland
1: nobody is betting on this game no okay here's my first complaint about this basketball game Yes. There would not be this many people here. No. This is not a competition. Mm. Everybody knew that Rutland was going to win. Yeah. They're both just like very small college teams. Yeah. No one cares. No. I went to a very small college. We had basketball teams. Mm-hmm. No one went to the games because no one cared. Yeah. Yeah. No to. no one is betting on this.
0: No. No
1: one is be- no he's one betting. No one would take a $10,000 bet.
0: 10000 at least 20000 yeah, is the who... minimum that we can imagine that he's betting. Because he says, can I get another 10 grand on Rutland? So... What bookie is like, yeah. No one in their right mind would bet on Medfield. No. Ever. And you know what? I'm I'm just realizing that, like, we don't even see him... Because obviously, Medfield wins the game, thanks to the flubber. Yeah. We don't even see him freaking out about losing the money. No, he doesn't money.
1: care. They
0: never talk about it again. No. And so this... Is pointless. There's so much of it is pointless.
1: The the whole um subplot of him, I mean, H- Brainerd wanting to save the college is why he made flubber, right? Because they right. owe money to this guy. Yes. The subplot of Will Wheaton not getting to be on the basketball team, and then yeah. they're like, let's find some dirt on the professor.
0: Yeah. They never do. No. They just
1: discover that he has the flubber, and then they want that.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, they in their search for dirt on him, they discover the flubber and so they're like okay this is a different angle that we can go where we can try to buy this or we can right. try to use this but as leverage
1: they, they just kind of drop the whole thing no i mean they go steal it but i mean, but i mean with like will wheaton oh yeah that whole because they're like line. oh fuck
0: that kid they don't care about him no i know he sucks i mean right here in this moment you know he smith is like making the phone call to see if he can bet more money on it and will wheaton gets pissed and he's like you're betting against my team yeah and his dad's like you're not on the team anymore they kicked you off what is the point of will Wheaton being in this movie at all
1: i don't he doesn't need to be there he doesn't it would be so much simpler if his dad just the college was in debt to the dad they weren't paying the bills he goes to like threaten him to get his money yeah finds out that the flubber exists yeah that's it yeah we don't need this no I'm waving my hands so much and no one can see it. (sighs) You can feel it. Can you feel my frustrations? And spirit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So one of the Medfield players crashes into a Rutland player and it like knocks him out.
1: Yeah. It's very Space Jam.
0: Yeah. (laughs) He's just like... (sighs) And then we see the Rutland coach who looks like a human cartoon. Yes. Is like... Ooh, baby, that probably hurt. And I'm like, the, he he just ran into a man. Like, I don't know. The whole scene is really dumb. Yeah. But when you see him as like the Rutland player, just like picks up the ball, runs off with it. Yeah. And we see this kid like laid out on the court. They just leave him there. Yeah, that's how that works. And the paint is starting to rub off of his shoes. His shoes, and yeah. so we can see the so flubber. That whole like, thing glowing. was just so we could see. Yes, a you reason do... for him to get knocked out.
1: We do hear the flubber.
0: Yeah, it makes like it makes little, little like...
1: noises all the time. Yeah, which is like, is it to you? Yes. What?
0: Oh, we ha- we can talk about that at the end. All the <sighs> implications.
1: Meanwhile, back at home, Weibo is trying to find Flubber. Mm-hmm. He's hanging out on a record.
0: Yeah, this and he is
1: turns it on.
0: The only cute part of this movie, Flubber, is... the Flubber itself, when it's in his little like man-shaped form, yeah, is cute yeah and i would watch a lot of that
1: this sequence is cool yep it's a bunch of cgi
0: yeah it's too long
1: yeah it's very too long and nothing happens
0: oh no it's just a dance break probably for the computer guys to show off their skills
1: yeah it's like don't let flubber out Mm -hmm. something bad will happen Mm -hmm.
0: nothing happens yeah it's just I guess that he's unpredictable he did smash a bunch of shit when he first got let out but it's just a he just has fun he's just a good time Yep, yeah, just a good time guy. yeah. he recreates himself a bunch yeah he does
1: a, a whole dance number yeah with, with himself. himself which and a huge missed opportunity that the song that was playing is not dancing with myself <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know how they missed that yeah but it's just a little mambo um it is kind of annoying that he makes one of himself wearing a skirt. Yeah. And it's just like why did you why you gotta bring gender into this? <laughs> he, just make it dance and flubber. You
1: it reproduces by budding. It's a, it's not a sexual thing. It yeah. doesn't
0: matter. Well, we can't have two dudes dancing together. We can't have two even if they're non- amorphous genderless blobs <laughs> dancing together unless one of them is wearing a little skirt. <sighs> okay thank you stupid it is cute that <laughs> like all the machines in the house are getting into it too though like yeah. you know every every machine in the house is, like also dancing along yeah it's a cute little scene
1: weber could have been like, better a fruit hat on yeah like the, even the
0: sprinklers outside or
1: like yeah so that just makes me think that like the next time you know how people always shitty people always ask gay couples like oh who wears the pants yeah Who's the man in the relationship? Yes. We're like, who wears the flubber skirt? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which one of you is the Lady Flubber? <laughs>
1: lady Flubber.
0: The Flubette. <laughs> I'm non-binary, but
1: Lady Flubber. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Here for it.
1: <laughs> ah,
0: anyway, so we go back to the basketball game. We see Philip is rubbing his hands with the flubber lotion. Uh-huh. And he like smacks them together and they go flying apart and hit people he behind him. He hits people him. again, yeah. But then he he shakes hands with every player on the midfield team as they're coming out of the locker room, except for one, or he whom he goes to high five, but then doesn't do it and smacks him on the butt instead. And this kid is very concerned and as confused by this. Yeah, as he should be. Yeah, because like I I don't know which is worse or better but like on one end of the possibility this is his chemistry professor uh-huh. on the other end it's just a guy he's seen on campus sometimes maybe if yep. he what if he's an art student and he's not ne- well if he's an art student he maybe crashed into his <laughs> new drawing class but True. you know there's a possibility that he doesn't go into that wing or building of the college yeah, he, at all he and he doesn't know this man never interacted with him and he just smacked him on the ass
1: yeah which that's a you know that's a thing that basketball players do to each other other. and coaches but not just random guys in bow ties on the side of the right court (gasps) so they start playing again Mm -hmm. and then it's space jam
0: Mm -hmm.
1: they're just looney Tunesing their way down the court yeah
0: they start jumping super high they're dribbling like crazy because the their hands are (sighs) bouncy now which isn't gonna make the basketball go any faster
1: no and if they have it on their hand, and then they touch the ball, then it's on the ball, and it would be just as bouncy when the other team touched it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Science! Science! I mean, they clearly have no idea what's happening, but they're just going with it for some reason, and they're not yep. like, hey, I need a fucking timeout. Nobody calls a timeout. Everybody's no. just like, this is fine. The only person who has any kind of, like qualms with it is the rutland coach who's like yells at the referee like
1: something is going on here yeah and the referee's
0: like nowhere in the rule books to say that you can't jump too high go sit down it's pretty funny it is because he's not wrong it's he's not but also like everyone should be concerned also we do get the his that kid's butt comes into play (laughs) where he gets like he has the ball but he gets pushed down yeah and then he bounces back up on his butt Mm -hmm. which sends him into the backboard and the ball like falls into it's just like everyone's just like whoa and nobody's like what the fuck yeah which they should be absolutely (sighs)
1: so philip watching all this gleefully Mm -hmm. leans forward to wilson and sarah he says, looks like a lonely weekend in the mountains for you,
0: Croft. Yeah, so he has just revealed to them that he was spying on them. Yeah, and they, when they of them made that bet, say anything? No, they make a confused face. Yeah, and that's it.
1: Well, they're one point away from
0: winning. How Whoa! crazy is that? No way. Does that kid that Philip smacked on the butt can he sit down ever again? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe if he changes shorts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I didn't even think about it until just now. But, I mean, he's not going to ever going to be able to sit down again in those shorts. Nope. <sighs> okay. Yeah. So, one of the players, <laughs> whose name is Dale, yeah, is, like, sitting on the bench, you know, and he, like, crosses his legs, and he sees the tacks in his shoes. Yes. And he's like, oh, weird. And he starts pulling them out, and he tells another player about them, and that player checks his shoes, and he's like, oh, I also have tacks in the bottom of my shoes. Weird. So, yeah. he mm-hmm. starts taking them out. And Philip sees this happening from the stands, and he's, like, trying to... He's like, Dale, Dale! Dale! Dale, not the tacks! Dale! Yelling. So if anybody hears him... Also, what do they do with these tacks? These tacks are going to be bouncy if they drop them on the ground. They're going to go flying and they're pointing. (laughs) God! Anyway. So he goes down there to talk to the coach. Then he goes to talk to Dale. And he sprays, like, a towel with liquid flubber and wipes the soles of Dale's shoes down. Yeah. And then does it with, like, some other shoes, too. Yeah. He's... This was... I know it's impractical and I have, I don't know, there are times when I'm willing to like, okay, this is funny. Mm-hmm. And right now when he takes the towel and he just tosses it and it bounces and smacks Wilson in the face. Yes. It's like, that's actually really funny. Yeah, There
1: are two parts in this movie that are actually funny. Yes. That's one of them. Yes. And I think it's just funny because the idea of a bouncy towel is hilarious. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Get out of the shower. he just goes to set it down and it's like, Boink. boom, <laughs> smack. <laughs> So that was pretty funny, but then what happens to it? Does it continue bouncing around the gym for no, eternity? No. Anyway, so he tells Dale, "God, when the ball comes near him, to jump with all of his soul." And Dale's like, "I'm, n- I play on the other end of the court. I'm not going to be anywhere near the ball. The they have it. I'm not." And he's like, "Just jump, Dale." And Dale's like, "Okay." He says, just- "Philip says, jumper, I'll flunk you," and then walks away. And Dale to himself is like that I mean, seems a little harsh but uh, he's like jump <laughs> <laughs> comes back up behind him and yells at him
1: it's uh, it's uh, yeah. so retlin has the ball mm-hmm. goes to pass it but mm-hmm. then dale jumps yeah and catches it yeah and then he does a bunch of flips yeah because that's how this works
0: yeah. and he just yeah. flips
1: from one side of the court to the other and his whole body yes. goes through
0: the hoop yes and everybody's like, Yay. "Yay, Medfield wins!" And it's like, "No, this is concerning." The only Something person is wrong. The only person is like, Wilson is upset about it. Yeah, but not even like, how could he jump that high? But his problem is, I'm pretty sure it's against the rules to have a person's whole body go through the hoop. And it's like, how about the fact that he jumped the entire court?
1: <laughs> no, that part not important. Doesn't
0: doesn't upset you? Also, if you like really look into the faces of the Rutland players yeah. they're all like 40 year old dudes oh no and it's just really funny <laughs> I mean it's college I guess. maybe they're all <laughs> yeah. non-traditional students that's why they're so good is because they're all like yeah 20 years older than all the Medfield kids God.
1: so everyone's celebrating for whatever reason <laughs> Sarah <laughs> turns to hug Philip and then almost kisses him again but then is just like oh and then shakes his hand as she leaves good evening philip (laughs) this relationship is so fucking weird i know i was thinking about it yesterday too like they don't even talk like they know each other Mm -mm. you know how couples are when they've been together for a long time Mm -hmm. they have like their own style of communication they communicate about you know shit that people around them probably don't know what they're talking about yeah They make plans. They hang out. Yeah. We don't see them together until the end, like outside of work.
0: Yeah. They don't hang out at all. No. They can't hang out. They're getting married.
1: (laughs) 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 So Philip follows them, approaches Sarah, says he wants to like talk to her because he wants to tell her about Flubber. Yeah. And Wilson's like, whatever you have to say to her, you can say to both of us. No. No.
0: Who is this guy? I mean, I know that they like used to be colleagues, and that Wilson and Sarah clearly know each other to the point where she's okay with him like giving her a ride home from her failed marriage, but like, I yeah. mean, her failed wedding, but like, they they were engaged, man. Yeah, and like, y'all aren't dating. They have you sat conversations on the porch together once that you're not a part of. Yeah, you can fuck off. But Philip like accepts this because he's such a fucking pushover. Yes, and he just so he just says flubber to Sarah. Yeah and then
1: that gets her like then they move away from wilson not far
0: enough though if you can remember yeah okay fuck off dude we get it yeah so they walk not far enough away and philip's like "Flubber is what won the game i put it on their shoes and that's how they got to be so good at and she doesn't care no still she doesn't care no she doesn't give a shit she's like that's great also i can't believe you like i'm so happy for you great You know, you can see in her face that she was hoping that he'd be like, I'm so sorry and I miss you and I've been thinking about you, you know, or whatever. Something like that. But he's just like, it's the thing. It's the thing, Sarah, that I missed our wedding for. It works. It helped us win this pointless fucking basketball game. My personality
1: hasn't changed. I've been the same person this whole time. Why are you surprised? Yeah. Go date someone else.
0: Well, she's kind of trying to because then she looks at Wilson and she's like, I owe you dinner.
1: Yeah. She is not a prize to be won. I know. But
0: Wilson tells him, get out of here. You lost. And I'm like, it's, n- it's not a competition, dude. She's a person. So, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it's just so
1: bad. I forgot about this part.
0: <clears throat> yeah, before, we forgot to mention it. There's like a tiny, we see for a second when everybody's, like, shuffling out of the basketball game, Will Wheaton's dad turns to Smith and Wesson, and he's like, it's Brainerd, he's the one who's behind this, because he's been paying attention. Right. And Smith and Wesson are like, yeah, that's what we've been trying to tell you, that's what we saw at his house, was, like, this super bouncy bouncy stuff, yeah. And he was like, "All right, you know, we gotta get him. So now, we see them driving home, he, like, looks out over the lake that they're driving next to, and he sees Brainerd's car flying through the air. Yeah. And... He looks at his son and he's like, what kind of car does Philip Brainerd drive? And William's like, I don't know, like an old T-Bird? And he goes, excellent. You know, like, again, no, no emotions. No. Just shows his like, big old gap He's not like, holy
1: shit, tee. guys, a flying car. Yeah, no, he
0: just goes, hmm. Neat. Hmm. Neat. So then <sighs> Philip gets home. Yes. He's sad. Yeah. both like, why are you so sad? And he's like, pretty sure that you know. And he's just sitting there and he's complaining, you know, and he's like, I don't understand human emotions. Maybe if I did understand human emotions, I wouldn't spend so much time in my lab trying to figure out how the world works. I could just be out there living in it and being a part of it. But I can't. You know, I know that I love Sarah. I love her. When I see her, you know, my whole limbic system goes into blah, 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 blah. And I'm filled with feelings of euphoria and this and that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you probably just think she's hot. Yeah. But, you know, he's explaining
1: all of this. A conversation that you should have with her.
0: Uh Uh-huh. But he doesn't understand human emotions, Bucket Snake. He doesn't know how to say these things to a person with a face. He has to say it to this floating yellow robot. Yeah. Yeah. He says, I'm not absent-minded because I'm selfish, crazy, or inconsiderate. I'm absent-minded because I'm in love with Sarah. Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. But he's like, you know, I gotta let her go. I gotta let her move on and live her best life. And I'll just figure it out. You knew, you knew this whole time that we weren't good for each other, and that's why you didn't want us getting married. Yeah. He's like, but now I won't. You're the only girl for me, Weebo. It's just me and you. Yeah. For eternity. Yeah. That's how it should be. She'll be happy. I'm going to bed. Yep. So, while
1: he's giving this speech, we notice that the red light on Weebo has turned on Hmm. to indicate that she's recording. Ah. And in a ironic twist in mm. reference back to... The movie that she was watching at the beginning Mm -hmm. where she's like, oh, he told me he loves me, but he needs to have what he wants, even if it makes me sad Mm -hmm. because it's what makes him happy.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Hooray. She's like the only one who grows in this movie. (laughs) It's true. So she flies all the way to Sarah's house, which can she do that? That's cool. And wakes her up in a sweet way. Mm -hmm. It's weird, but it's sweet.
0: Yeah. Is she tapping on her window?
1: No, she can't. What does she do? She, like... Because she didn't have hands. She just, like, flies up to the window and just calls out for her. And Does her, she shine sure. a
0: light in her face?
1: Yeah. So she lets her in the window and she's like, I'm sorry to wake you up like this. I just... I need to talk to you. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Do you have a minute? Yeah. <laughs> just like, well, yeah, I wasn't doing anything. That's, it was asleep. It's nice of her to ask. Yeah. So she... We both shows Sarah the video of Philip professing his love, which... Great. Yeah. He has said these things to her before. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it makes a difference now. No. He isn't saying i'm gonna change nope he's just saying i love her i love her which, which he said
0: has to her said face. to her
1: yeah in this the same like in the same
0: scientific way yeah you know like i love you on a subatomic level i love you with every cell in my body yeah this is not really different he's no. just saying again how much he loves her and that he doesn't mean to be absent-minded he's In fact, it's kind of worse because he's like, I'm absent-minded because I'm in love with Sarah. So actually, Sarah, this is all your fault. Yeah. So the whole thing, you know, he wouldn't be this way if it weren't for you.
1: Well, it works this time. Yeah. For whatever reason. Yeah. So she goes over to his house. Yeah, she's just in his house. I'm sure he forgot to lock the door. Probably. And (laughs) goes up and kisses him Mm -hmm. in his sleep. Yeah. Again. Yep. And then everything's fine. And they're back together.
0: I'm more okay with them kissing in their sleep because they were engaged. You can kiss someone that you've kissed before while they're sleeping. But there's
1: just a lot of sleep
0: kissing in this movie. Yes. (laughs) He doesn't have any questions. He's just, I mean, maybe they talk about it. Maybe they have, you know, a cup of tea. Right, yeah,
1: because it it cuts to the next scene. But but they're just in the flying car in the next scene. Like, everything's fine. Yeah. There's no resolution to any of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and she's like, this is it. This is how we save the school. Yep and he's like yeah bouncy shoes and he's like no flight flight yeah we gotta talk to
0: we gotta talk to a car company and again why planes exist and planes can hold more people i mean i guess this is gonna change everything i guess it's okay i guess the only exciting thing about this is that he can drive it and he's not like a pilot Yeah. So it's a thing that anyone could drive, presumably, if you know how to drive a car. No, they shouldn't. But you should not. It's more
1: complicated because
0: you still have to accommodate for the nose and the tail of your car and going back and forth and like your in the hall, (laughs) your existence in three-dimensional space that you don't have to account for when your car is affixed to the road. Yes. That's why not everyone is a pilot.
1: After they sell the prototype, there should just be, for the rest of the movie, just people driving flying cars, but getting unwrecked. Just, cr- just like In the background. Yeah. No one acknowledges it. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, these flying cars are great, but... The
0: everyone is dead now. Casualties. <laughs> so, they head back to his house. Yeah. They land the car. They yep. drive it into the garage. Will Wheaton and his dad and Smith and Wesson are mm-hmm. waiting in the garage. Well, Wheaton's dad looks under the hood. He's like, oh, I thought it would have been more complicated than that. It's like, you don't know what the fuck you're looking at. Right. What do you even do? (laughs) Who knows? But he wants to make a deal with Philip. He's like, I'll buy it. I'll buy the flubber from you.
1: Yeah. And Philip's like, no. No. Going to
0: medfield. Yeah. So any money that I make off of it has to, which I'm like, you just fucking give it to the college man. It doesn't have to go through the fucking college, but whatever. Yeah. You know, if it belongs to the college, then the money continually will come into the college. Right. As opposed to Philip getting, like, I get that. But, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But this dude's like, come on, man, I'm gonna close the school. You guys are in so much debt to me, there's no way you can pay it off. Which, Mm -hmm. yes, they can, because Philip can just give this to the school (laughs) and they can make money. Like, you just literally said, he's like, if you sell it to me right now, I'll just forgive the debt entirely.
1: Yeah. And they're like, we don't care about money. If we wanted to make money, we wouldn't have become teachers.
0: (laughs) ha! that
1: is sad. Yeah. But so they leave. They don't do anything. They just leave. Yeah. In a huff.
0: Yeah. And that's about it. They leave threateningly. They're like, better watch back with me.
1: Yeah, cool. Guess what happens when the two guns go outside? What? The bowling ball and the (gasps) golf ball
0: hit them in the head. Oh my god. That is so funny. Yeah. Yeah. This is so funny. Like, at this point, I know we've kind of hammered this point home. I mean, the golf ball would be deadly. The bowling ball would absolutely just shatter his brains. Yes. Across the driveway. Yeah. Like, obliterate mm-hmm. his brains. If it was still in the atmosphere.
1: Yeah. Or it would break.
0: Yeah. When it hits the ground. Yeah. yeah. How much pressure can a bowling ball withstand? I don't know. Do you suppose that, um, <laughs> like, Adam Savage and Jamie Heineman from Mythbusters would Oh, do some math? Yeah. Do some figures for like, us real quick?
1: Mythbusters isn't on anymore, but for this, I think they,
0: yeah, they could we, do it. All right. I'm tweet at him. Be like, listen, I know that this movie <laughs> is... It's balls old. Can you all quit? It's <laughs> twenty four years old. <laughs> you guys aren't friends anymore, really. But But just, just one of you, really. I don't need both of you. Yeah, just it'd be more fun. Do
1: us some math. But could idea. you
0: could you do us some math? I mean, truly, if anyone listening to this could do us some math, that would be great. But I'd rather it was Adam and Jamie just because it's Adam and Jamie. Anyway. Next we see the Ford Motor Company. Yep. And a woman walks into ceo's office or whoever this guy is yeah and she says are you interested in seeing a philip Brainerd? And he's That's like
1: who the professor that called about a flying car prototype about a new car prototype yeah and the
0: guy's like no you know i'm not no, i'm not interested in seeing him but uh send him a hat she's like well he's right outside and okay. by that i mean behind you and he opens the blinds and there's philip and sarah in the flying car and Sarah's holding a sign that says for sale by owner, but she's holding it upside down, which is a really weird, like, they've yeah. not shown her to be stupid this entire time. No. So this is a, not a joke. No. It's just like, oh, she, is she dumb?
1: <sighs> Incredible. While this is going on, Smith and Wesson have gone to Philip's house, kicked the door down. Weebo sees them and attacks one. And the other one tries to run. But now Wesson has a baseball bat and he hits Weebo real hard. Yeah. Sends her flying. Yeah. I don't yep. know were they just going to just smash stuff, or were they look they they were looking for flubber. Yes. Yeah, and they got the
0: They steal it. Yeah. We just we they don't got see the cryo it happen. Chamber. We just see them come in, Weebo attacks them, he hits her with a baseball bat really hard. Yeah. And then it cuts.
1: Yeah. And then Philip is home. They're excited. Mm hmm. Classic. Don't notice that the front door is missing until you're in the Mm-hmm. Front door. They go in. Weber is cleaning up. He goes in Philip goes into the basement and sees that the cryo chamber is gone. Yeah. And then he can't find Webo. Yeah. But he finds her. Mm-hmm. She's beat the shit up. Yeah. She's leaking battery fluid. Mm-hmm. He says, I've got to download her quick. This scene is so weird and clunky. Yes. Because he j- just I understand that it's supposed to be like, oh, he's really sad. Yes, but he keeps being like, "Oh, I need to do this. Oh, I gotta do this. Oh, I'll do this," and he just sits there.
0: Yeah, I know he does none of the things that he says. I gotta get her to a docking station so that you know her battery doesn't die before you know whatever. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta download her programming. I have to, you know, I, I I can do that. And it's, I know it's meant to be. Oh, she's she's leaking battery. Like it's meant to be this. Like we gotta get her to a hospital. Whatever. He, yeah, he doesn't do anything no he just sits there and holds her and says all of these things he that he needs to do
1: for a lot of it he's just sitting there looking at her
0: yeah that's true
1: and like not saying any i don't know there's just these weird like it's it's trying to be an emotional
0: right she needs a blood transfusion make or you she cry need-
1: moment but it's just weird it's and-
0: not i don't care about this character no. you know her going to get sarah and her trying to protect the house has not redeemed her at all for me because i just don't care about her oh and she's a machine, like it's yeah, I don't... and
1: they just haven't shown enough, like, yeah, he tells her sad stuff, yeah, but I don't really you know,
0: there's not a huge connection between the two of them, they yeah. don't seem to really get along, not that they don't get along, but they're not like,
1: she works for him, she basically. works for him, yeah.
0: and she's in love with him, yeah. and she's vindictive, and she cancelled his wedding, basically, you know, made sure that he didn't make it to the wedding on time i did i don't I don't think that she has. I don't know, but yeah, I don't
1: know. She dies. Bummer. Yeah, I guess. So they're just sitting on the porch, being sad about it, Philip and Sarah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "I don't think I can bring her back because I don't really understand how I made her in the first place." Yeah, it's just it- a happy accident,
0: right? Um, but Sarah is like, while she was dying, she displayed a word on on her screen, screen yeah. and he's like, "I mean, I'm sure it was just like you know circuits going crazy or whatever." And she's like, "No, what was the word, Philip? Like, I'm sure it was important." And he's like, "I can't." i can't remember i don't know. You know she's like try and he's like i am trying and so again we get this like very sad look into the way his brain works which is not at all yeah where he's like I c- i can't remember and it's like sarah you were looking at it too you noticed that it was a word you tell me what it was oh you right. can't remember either why is it his fault his know. friend was dying anyway she gives him the tiniest smooch Yeah. On his cheek. Uh And he says, (gasps) it started with an S. Yeah. So the implication
1: being, it gave him the chemical boost to remember. Right. Because he loves her.
0: So the word was stork, which is upsetting.
1: I figured it was Sylvia.
0: Nope. It's stork. Okay. So they go to Philip's computer. They look up the file. Yeah. That's called stork. Yeah. And it is a video of Sylvia, this like hologram lady that she had created. And she's like, Philip, it's me. It's Weebo. This is what I would look like if I was a person. I guess. Sure. She's like, I downloaded my whole brain into this computer, into this file called Stork, but I took out some of my flaws and I put in the best parts of you and I made us a fucking baby. Yep. With our brains. Because I, even, I love you so much. I didn't even put together that she basically made a kid from the two of them. Yeah. And then called the file Stork. <sighs> she made them a baby talk about consent yeah and she's like her name is we bet and she's in here and you can put her into a new machine which if he remembers how to do it not to sound like wilson croft here for a second but if he remembers how to make an entire i mean i guess she's got all of her her blueprints and everything inside of her too or whatever but he's like very sad about it. Yeah. You know, and she's like, and he like kisses his fingers and touches the screen and Sarah is sitting right there. And I'm like, this is a really like, this I is mean, weird. I know that she was a machine, which is what makes it so weird. Yeah, This is like this heartfelt moment of this like woman, sort of, who's like, I loved you so much in a nightgown, I created us a child. <laughs> and Sarah's just like, oh, honey, and like touch it, you know, like sad with him. Yeah. And she should be entirely weirded out by it. Yep. Because I am. And I'm not even remotely in love with philip Brainerd. <laughs>
1: <sighs> well so their next move philip and sarah go to will wheaton's house mm-hmm. philip's like i'm here to sell you flubber yeah and the dad is like but i already
0: sold it right. i don't need you to have you been to your house recently have you not noticed that it was yeah. gone he's,
1: he's like no Phillip's- i know philip's like listen give us a 30-day extension mm-hmm. on the loan yeah and i will help you with it like i'll tell you everything i know about it
0: yeah and i'll make you as much flubber as you want
1: right and then he says, okay, here's my counter offer. I'll give you the 30 days, but whatever you come up with in the next two years is mine. Yeah. And Sarah's like, what? No, that's not fair. Don't do that. Yeah. And Philip is like, it's fine. Yeah, Four. it's
0: fine. No, we can totally agree to it. We see Sarah uncrosses her legs and puts a foot down and her leg like bounces really high yeah. up and he's just like, control your legs, ma'am. <laughs> 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 Which is like, okay. But Philip's like, whatever you want. Yeah, absolutely. We'll do it. Just take me to go see the flubber. Yeah. And so we see, oh, they've got tricks up their sleeve and yep. tacks in their shoes.
1: Right. And then he pulls a remote out of his pocket. Yeah. And then we see that the flying car is outside, like, following them from room to room, basically. Uh-huh. Because that's just a thing that they just added in. Yeah. That it's also remote control. So they go into the library. hmm And we see a figure behind a computer. Mm-hmm. And Will Wheaton's dad is like, well, I've already got somebody on it.
0: Yeah. Who could it be? I have no idea. Wow. I just don't know. Well, guess what? What? It's Wilson. Oh.
1: The guy, you know, from before.
0: Right. Who, uh, steals all of his ideas. The petty and corrupt guy.
1: Yeah, the bad guy. Uh huh. Um, he's trying to reverse engineer the flubber.
0: Yeah. He's just like, oh, I'm gonna figure, you know, you didn't take enough time to do it, Philip, and now I'm gonna work for blah blah blah. He's like, oh, so you don't work for Rutland anymore? And he's like, nope, I work for this guy. And I'm like, you could do both. like, Yeah. He just, I don't even know what his job was at Rutland, but he just quit that. He's a bad chemistry teacher, I think. Is he? Yeah, because
1: they were, like, competing. Gotcha. Anyway, Philip's like, can I see the flubber? Yeah. And he pulls lotion out of his pocket, and the... One guy who plays Buffalo Bill, mm-hmm. Goon, mm-hmm. he's like, hey, what is that? Yeah. And he's like, it's lotion. I have to put it on my hands so I can handle the flubber. So he puts the lotion on his hands and then he reaches back into his pocket. Does he put the lotion in the basket? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what if he like he pulled the lotion out and put it on his hands and then he looked back and he the Goon was just holding a little <laughs> basket for him to put, put it, it in. in
0: here so that we can <laughs> test it later. Right. Because they would need it. Yeah, you know, if they're true. trying to reverse engineer, they would also need this. If he's like, "Oh, if that's a thing that you've created, we're gonna need that for testing." So yeah, yeah. he just has a little, he's it like, would've... "Put the lotion in the basket."
1: <laughs> God, that would have been so funny. What a funny. missed opportunity. Shit. <laughs> <sighs> but anyway, he Philip reaches into his pocket again,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the goon again is like, "What do you got?" And yeah. he pulls out what looks like a gun, mm-hmm. and he grabs it from Philip. Yeah, points it at him. Yeah, and Philip says, "Oh, it's a." And then the goon pulls the trigger.
0: Yeah, right in his face, and it's a water gun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and this is the only part of the movie that I thought was funny. Yeah, because he sprays it in the face, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, it's it's just a water gun, so I can cool down yeah. the flubber if it gets too hot." Yeah, I got to keep it at the right temperature. Right. And then Willyton's dad is like, "Come on, just give it to him." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he just sprays him in the face again. No, just give it to him. It's, No, put it in his hand. (laughs) Philip puts his hand out.
0: He starts spraying Spraying him in the hand. (laughs) Take the gun and put it in his hand. (laughs) Oh. Oh.
1: (laughs) But just Robin Williams' face while he's getting sprayed with the water gun is just deadpan. Yeah. Even though he's just... Just standing there getting spritzed. And it's so funny. No, give it to him. (laughs) No, give it to him.
0: (laughs) No, let him have it. (laughs)
1: Just that. That's the only part that's funny. Oh, it's. And it's about to get really bad. Yep. So I'm glad we had that moment.
0: I know. It was like a false sense of, like, (laughs) I was chuckling and then you ruined it.
1: (sighs) So he opens the flubber container. He takes out the flubber and he whispers to it, do it for Weebo. So this (laughs) thing is sentient as shit.
0: I guess. Or he's anthropomorphizing it. But no, I think it's sentient.
1: And then he. Clicks the button on his remote Mm -hmm. and the car lights flash on, which as we saw with him getting the picture taken earlier, the flashing lights like make the Flubber freak out. And so it does. And it just like bounces all over this big library. Right.
0: Causing a bunch of havoc. Yeah. Distracting them. And then
1: there's this big weird fight scene where Sarah and Philip both have like bouncy shoes Mm -hmm. and they punch them. A yeah,
0: cuz they've got the like flubber lotion on their hands, so their hands are Yeah. bouncier. It doesn't it wouldn't make your punch more powerful. No,
1: and it would still hurt you. Yeah. There's a there's a little part where she punches Wilson in the face yeah. for like 30 seconds yeah. of like bouncy punching. Like he's a speed bag. Yeah. Yeah. They would both be injured. Yeah. Th- just because you have
0: this bouncy lotion on your palms, doesn't make your arm muscles, your shoulder muscles more, yeah. you know, stronger. It's, anyway, it's, it's yeah. so anyway everybody's bouncing all over the place. Yeah, they, you know, do the thing where the goons are running at each other, or both running at Philip, and he just, like, jumps up onto a ladder, and so they run into each other. Yeah.
1: I accept <sighs> them. Yeah. And then the flubber flies towards Wilson and uh-huh. goes into his mouth.
0: Yeah. And he swallows it. Yeah, he swallows it. It's like a conscious effort thing that he does. It doesn't, like, fly down his throat. He swallows it Uh reflexively, I guess. And
1: then he does, like, a dance because there's something inside him crawling around. It's very reminiscent of the mummy and the scarab beetles. Uh-huh. And then, how does it get out of his body? No, language? I will not. How I does refuse? it leave? No. Tell the audience <laughs> where the flubber comes out of Wilson's body.
0: <sighs> he just, like, stands still for a second and he's like, oh, no. And then he just, like shits it out of his pants <laughs> just like violently goes flying out of his ass through this his man pants
1: is dead
0: yeah like it has ruptured all of his insides yes and he like faints
1: with a b- big hole in his butt
0: i mean that truly has just obliterated his lower intestines and yeah. his colon yeah he is bleeding to death on the floor of this library
1: yep and they just leave him yeah and anyway, uh that's pretty much the end. It's over now. Yeah, the college is saved. Somehow. They're getting married. Uh huh. They show another wedding. Uh huh. But it's we bet yep. and Philip on the screen uh-huh. because he's working on something yep. at the house. Uh huh. And he's like, I'll meet you at the reception. I just gotta finish this. Yes. Yep. Dressed in full regalia.
0: Yeah, you got a huge top hat on. Doing experiments. And she's like fine with it. Which you know what? That's okay it's okay because at least she has realized this is who this man is and i love him enough
1: yeah if we're gonna be together we're gonna have to figure out how to make this work
0: yes and so she just like kisses we bet's little screen and is fine with that so yeah at the very least she has realized that if she wants to be with this man she's gonna have to make some accommodations so that's fine right sure anyway uh his house blows up again yeah,
1: because he pours some stuff together that he says, don't worry, these are very stable substances.
0: Yeah, it's just for really big warts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good lad, now pour. <laughs> and his house blows up. Yeah.
0: And um, then guess
1: what? What? Guess who we see again. Um,
0: Well, not Wilson, because he's dead.
1: <laughs> we see Wilson in the ICU. Smith and
0: Wesson are probably, <laughs> probably both dead. dead.
1: Yeah. Uh, who could it be? So... There's a father and son. Oh. On a plane. Uh huh. Every window on the plane is open except this kid's window. Uh huh. Well, not open, the shutter. You know what I mean? Sure. <laughs> and then the dad says, You know what, son? It's fine. We're in the sky. Mm. There are no monsters or anything scary out there.
0: Clearly, he's never seen terror at 30,000 feet.
1: Yeah. So he opens his shutter. Uh mm-hmm. huh. And what does he see?
0: It's Philip and Sarah and We Bet and Blubber in Philip's car. Yeah they're flying to their
1: honeymoon which is scary for some reason well flubber like flies over to just his window hm mm. and then flies back mhm and it scares the kid
0: you're telling me that no one else on this plane sees this happening all of their windows are open we saw it
1: yep yeah, no one else sees the car
0: nobody sees it
1: but also he sold the the rights to this prototype so presumably people know that cars can fly now hm mm, i guess i don't know anyway that's the know. end.
0: That's the end. We see the back of their car says just finally married. Yep. Yeah. They're talking they're flying to Hawaii for their honeymoon mm-hmm. and we, bet. we bet's like I'm not sharing a room with him. And Flubber are arguing. Yes, like children.
1: Well, she's talking. Flubber is not. Right. He bounces around. And thank God. We did it. I'm s i am I wanted it to be good. I know. I know. I have such good memories. It's just a one big missed opportunity. Yeah, it really is. It could have been good. It could have been good. So much of it is lazy, not thought out. It's not thought out. And it's weird that there are parts that are so lazy and then there are parts that are like, this is so convoluted. Yeah. what? We don't need to do any of this this way.
0: Yeah. And again, and even to a worse extent, because I mean, it's it's only been a week and I'm already like, I mean, Jumanji wasn't that bad. So, I mean, the nostalgia yeah. has really creeped in, and soaked yeah. my brain. But even more egregiously, we've put Robin Williams in this role where he cannot shine. Yeah. He doesn't get to be himself. Yeah. And so it's like, why is he here? Yeah. You know, he's he's this kind of sad guy who doesn't get to crack a lot of jokes.
1: Yeah, and his absent-mindedness isn't
0: funny. It's not funny. It's the not cute. The humor
1: in the movie doesn't come from his character.
0: No. That's because there isn't any humor in this movie the
1: intended humor
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it's it's not we you can't laugh at him you can only feel bad for him yeah as an adult as a child i don't know is it funny when you're a kid this guy can't remember his own wedding no kid's gonna give a shit no yeah but this guy's anyway okay I think I've already answered this question, but is it a replay or a rewind? Yeah, I probably won't watch it again. I don't think so. I
1: can't imagine a scenario where I would want to put myself through that.
0: No, there are way better Robin Williams movies out there. Absolutely. Uh, did it make you cry? No. No. Oh, when? When Weebo died? Who gives a shit?
1: Yeah, that was supposed to be the yeah, heartstring pulling part.
0: Did not care about her. Nope. All.
1: It, oh, it was released on November sixteenth, nineteen ninety seven.
0: I know, so close to your tenth birthday. I
1: know, just two days before. It made oh, it made money. The it budget did. was eighty million, and the box office was one seventy eight.
0: Yeah, it did really well in the theaters, despite critically being pretty panned. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's got our twenty four percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which is pretty fitting. Yeah, that seems about right. Uh, I thought this was very funny. Yes, Roger Ebert got everything right. Literally, the first line of his review says, How absent-minded do you have to be before they call in the doctors to begin clinical testing? Yeah. Good question, Roger. Yeah. I would also like to know. He gave it one star. Some more quotes from his review that I pulled here just says, Flubber the movie seems to be made out of anti-flubber. You drop it and it stays on the floor. (laughs) Although the movie may appeal to kids in the lower grades, it's pretty slow, flat, and dumb. Yep. Weebo advises and encourages the professor and keeps his appointment calendar. The movie makes much of how the patent on Flubber might save the university, while overlooking the obvious fact that Weibo is the sort of personal digital assistant that would sell millions of units in the first year. Yep. He's already got this incredible... Yeah, I thought that too. ...machine, and clearly she knows how to make another one, so he could have just asked her for help, and they could have made a ton of them. Absolutely. Personalized. Yep. It can look and sound and have the personality that you want. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on to say, the Prowlers are clones of the bad guys in Home Alone movies, also scripted by Flubber writer John Hughes. Yeah. All of this is pretty slow going. Williams plays Brainerd straight and steady with a few whimsical asides, and the special effects team has fun with Flubber, making it into a malleable green substance that can take any shape, and at one point, forms itself into a song and dance number. There's also a Flubberized basketball game and a Flubber-powered automobile, which Brainerd pilots through the sky without, somehow, creating the magical effect you would expect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean... It if, sucks. It's it's all he's correct. It's just like this could be fun and whimsical and silly, and it's just not. Yep. So
1: it's lame and boring. So Clancy Brown, the actor who played Tallgoon Smith, he is the voice of Mr. Krabs.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So he's just always a bad guy. <laughs> uh, Jody Benson, the voice of Weebo, is also the voice of Ariel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like one of the only she does not have a lot of acting credits to her name. I don't think, and
1: which is weird because. I don't know. The Little Mermaid is great. Yeah. Well, we haven't rewatched it. Maybe it's not. <laughs> I feel so cynical now. But yeah, it almost feels like this person has a nice voice but is not, I don't know, you know, like always the wrong cadence. Mm-hmm. Not the right emotion for a situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just didn't do a great job. Yeah. Uh, John Hughes's first choice for the role of Professor Brainerd was always Robin Williams, but he lined up some other choices. Christopher Lloyd, Jeff Goldblum, John Lithgow, Tim Allen. And Sir Patrick Stewart. Hmm. Which, again, most of those are funny people, and this isn't a funny role. Right. I don't think anybody just sad
0: could have saved this movie. No.
1: As soon as Williams had made peace with the Walt Disney Company, Hughes immediately cast him in the lead. Great. Chris MacDonald almost wasn't in the movie because he thought the role was too similar to others that he had recently done, but when he heard that Robin Williams was going to be in it, he agreed because he'd always wanted to work with him. That's cute. That is cute.
0: And he was like, ooh, a chance to, I'll do anything to work with Robin Williams. And I bet you they had a lot of fun. I'm sure. So.
1: Yeah, that feels very similar to other people being like, damn it, I want to be in a Muppets movie.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care what it's about. Or Bill Murray being like, I missed my chance on Who Framed Roger Rabbit, so I'll be in Looney Tunes. Right, yeah. Yeah, or I'll be in Space Jam. Yeah, literally the only trivia that I found about it that I thought was remotely interesting because it's Mm -hmm. all super boring. Yeah. And it's anyone... Who knows Robin Williams at all could probably guess was that Will Wheaton, in an interview that he did, said that any scene that he was in with Robin Williams and probably the scenes that he wasn't in with him, you know, they would do it the way that it was in the script and then he would do like five more takes where he just improvised whatever he wanted to say. Yeah. And apparently there are enough scenes to make an entirely different movie, which I would like to see.
1: Yeah. Can we have that one? Right. There's so much extra Robin Williams content out there in the world. I know. Like, let's just have that. I know. Let's have the adult version
0: of Aladdin. Yeah. And Mrs. Doubtfire. And Mrs. Doubtfire. And the 14 Fern Gully Gully hours. Yeah. And the super cut of Flubber that was probably funny. I mean, he just, I don't understand. We already talked about it. I don't understand putting this super funny person. Hmm. Whose whole thing is, like, how quick on his feet and good at improvising and, like, silly he is Yeah. in this role where he doesn't get to do any of those things.
1: No, and it would be so much better and more entertaining if he were wacky Mm -hmm. rather than sad. Yes,
0: yeah. What kid wants to watch a
1: movie where the main character is just, like, sad and you feel bad for him the whole time? I don't know. I mean, I certainly don't as an adult.
0: No. <laughs> and he doesn't grow at all. He's the same guy at the end. Yeah. He's the exact same. It feels because like... Because it's another... not a character flaw. It's his brain is broken. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know? It just
1: feels like another, like, lazy cash grab by John Hughes. It really does.
0: Yeah. And I mean, he's...
1: He's like, the CGI will save it. Yeah. And the name of Robin Williams will save it.
0: Yeah. And he's he's banking on this you know slapsticky beat the goons up shtick that he yeah (laughs) it feels like a little bit like the way that the sixth sense was really good Mm -hmm. and then every movie that M. Night Shyamalan did after that was like not as good yeah and it was like man you really nailed it that first time you know at least M. Night Shyamalan made different movies and not (laughs) Right. Just tried to repeat the same thing.
1: I mean, every movie, I think, I haven't seen all of his movies, but all the ones that I've seen after The Sixth Sense were just like,
0: there's going to be a twist. Well, there's that, but at least it's not uh, the same twist. Whereas, like, this is the same, like, there are two bad guys who fall down a lot and survive things that no one could ever be able to survive. Yep. I don't even hate Smith & Wesson that much. You know, it works in Home Alone because you hate these guys. You know, they're they're creepy adults who are terrorizing a child that we like yeah in his own home and he's like i'm gonna protect my house and so you're rooting for him Mm -hmm. we don't i don't hate these dudes they just exist yeah and i don't feel invested no
1: i could give the least shit in this movie about whether or not they save the college
0: no they don't
1: talk about what would happen
0: right they'll be out of a job you can go find a job somewhere else you could be a chemistry professor somewhere else
1: he's not and also that guy's not going to just close the school he's going to sell it right someone else will have it
0: i I mean yeah the building will go to use those people will find a job sarah can get a job at rutland college
1: someone else will invest in it you know i don't know it just seems like very low stakes
0: yeah anyway and and we don't care about sarah and philip no that much so it's like if they because their relationship doesn't make any sense their relationship doesn't make any sense. Wilson Croft offers Sarah a job over at Rutland, which I read when I was doing research for this movie, I read that she's the president of Medfield. Oh. Which I'm like, then how does he have, unless he's also the president of Rutland, of Rutland, how does he have the power to offer her a job? To offer her a job as president? Yeah, as what? Does she have to take a pay cut? Maybe she doesn't because that school makes more money and they can afford to pay her more. It's not that far away. She should just go fucking work there. Regardless of if Medfield College gets saved, I mean, yeah, they should have put more into being like Rutland is a terribly corrupt school, you know, where they're stealing money for like no yeah. one in their right mind would want to go work there right. if you have any kind of morals or something like that yeah. they don't I just don't give a shit like career wise maybe she should go work there because that school isn't struggling, mm-hmm. and you know they are making more money they have a basketball team that people come to see even if they're gonna thrash the other team like just go work there fuck who gives a shit who gives a shit about it you don't even have to move your house in this movie (sighs) that's true anyway so that's the end of robin williams month yeah thank you that we ended it on this i know i know i feel like
1: they got worse as we went yes yeah hundred
0: percent yeah I was gonna ask you which one the best one, like which one was your favorite, but it's Hook. It's Hook. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, no question. Yeah. And then Aladdin. And then Jumanji. And then this piece of shit. Yep. Like
1: <laughs> God. I it's, feel I wish we had picked other movies. I mean, I'm I don't know, it's fun to trash movies, I guess, but It's just sad when it's Robin Williams. I know. And
0: he's so beloved. And I mean Well but It's not his fault. Yeah, none of the failures no. were his fault. It would have been better if they had let him. Same thing with Jumanji. They would have been better if they had let him be more himself. Yeah, but they've they they just wanted his face, but didn't appreciate both of those movies. Did not appreciate what made him so popular and lovable. Yeah, and didn't allow that to come through in this movie.
1: Yeah, because if I think about it too, if you rank also like the characters that he's playing, hmm? it's still the same. Like I still like Hooks. I like. Yeah, Peter Banning. Yeah, the best of all the characters.
0: Yeah, I might like Genie more, yeah. just because yeah, he's fair. pure Robin Williams. Yeah, if you take
1: Genie out of Aladdin, yes, Genie is number one. Yeah, like yeah.
0: character-wise, I think I think Genie is the best.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, and then
0: Peter Banning, and then I guess Alan Parrish, and the, I don't give a shit really about either of them Honestly, because Alan put, is such an asshole. But I would at would least put Rainbow Randolph Rose. in there. Yeah. <laughs> From Death Do to love Smoochie. Rainbow Randolph. If
1: you're a Patreon, you can hear our coverage of Death to Smoochie.
0: That's true. If you're a Patreon, you get one more day of Robin Williams month. Because, yep. yeah, we're doing Death to Smoochie, which will come out the last Tuesday of this month. So yep. you still have time to go listen, non-patrons. Yep. Go sign up. Anyway. Yeah, I would, I would rank him above. Yeah. I would put Jeannie, Peter Banning, mm-hmm. Rainbow Randolph. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Parrish, Philip Brainerd. Yep. Because, yeah, again, at least Alan... Grows. Yeah. And, yeah, gets better and cracks jokes. Yeah. This guy, I just actually, feel bad for him.
1: You know what? No. No? I would put Alan Parrish at the bottom. Really? Yeah, he sucks. He does suck. He's shitty. I actually, this guy I feel sorry for, Alan Parrish, I hate. I just don't like him at all.
0: Okay, the only reason that I'm willing to give Alan Parrish a pass is because he was a shitty 11 year old kid, and then never got the opportunity to grow from that. That's it's fine. It's not really his fault because he has not it, though. interacted with another human being. He
1: could have had a like his character flaw could have been anything other than being an
0: asshole. Well, I know, but given that that's his character flaw, I'm just saying. Once he starts interacting with other people, he realizes that he's being a dick. You know, he like kind of yells at Peter and then he's like, dude, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, he realizes I've become my father, you know, and and then he like, he he does grow and he gets better and he becomes a nicer person. You know, he immediately apologizes to his dad and he's like, let's talk this over, you know, as family. And so I, I'm willing to give him a pass because he literally did not interact with a human being for 26 years of his life. In his most formative, like, social, you know, the years when you figure out who you are. Yeah. And how to interact with other people. I guess. And you get some empathy and shit like that. He was fighting off lions and a crazy hunter man in the jungle. Yeah. <laughs> by himself. I don't know. And, like, angry, you know? Like, he spent that whole time being mad at Sarah. Yeah. And lonely. Yeah. And sad. You know, the last interaction that he had with his father was a fight. Yeah. And then he gets back and his dad's dead. Yeah, and only then does he learn that his dad loved him and cared about him. So you know, I'm respectfully, Bucket Snake, I'm gonna have to disagree with you here.
1: <laughs> well, we'll have to fight about it because we need. I mean, I guess we don't have to agree. We absolutely don't. Yeah, i was gonna say we can make an official replay rewind list stance. But, yeah. No, I, th- I think we're allowed to. We can fight about it to disagree.
0: If Siskel and Ebert can disagree and still work together afterwards, mm. I think you and I,
1: ooh. Maybe we should stage a public fight. <laughs> and that's how we'll get the podcast really famous. Okay. If we go viral.
0: Yeah. Meat Wedge versus Bucket Sneak. I was arguing about who's better, Philip Brainerd or Alan Parrish. <laughs> Prepare your PowerPoint. I will see you in the arena.
1: <laughs> As you can see here, Alan Parrish watches Carl take the blame for his mistake.
0: Hey, he's a shitty kid!
1: <laughs> i'm not disputing that <laughs> we should do a patreon episode that would be kind of fun to do a patreon episode where we each pick a character ooh,
0: and argue who's
1: better or, or who would win in a fight or okay that'd be kind of fun that would be
0: we should do that but for now for now get, we're leaving let's get the fuck out of here we're going we're going it's time to go you can't stop us you can't because <laughs> this is in the past you get it already happened we're, we have left <laughs> <laughs> by the time you hear this we've by the time you hear this we're back actually yeah that's true so Suck if it <laughs> if for some reason you tell us you message us yes rank your favorite picks of this month how do you feel they stack up yeah. who would win in a fight alan parish or philip Brainerd? <laughs> philip Brainerd wouldn't remember to show up to the fight no they just would it'd be a no show it'd be a forfeit yeah if you want to talk to us, you can reach us on Instagram or Tumblr at Replay Rewind Podcast. You can email us at replayrewindpodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at Replay Rewind Pod, but it might be two weeks before I see it.
1: <laughs> you can listen to our other episodes on Stitcher, Google, Spotify, Apple, other places that we've ended up somehow. Just search for us. We might be there. If you have the ability to like, subscribe, review, please do that. That helps us get more visibility. You can also share. Your favorite episode on your favorite social media platform. Tell a friend about us. Yeah. Get the word out.
0: Yeah. Just just somehow.
1: We have controversial hot takes about Robin Williams. Absolutely. People should hear it. People should. The
0: people need to know.
1: And if you want more content, join us on Patreon. Yeah. Patreon.com slash replay rewind podcast. You get a bonus episode every week. Plus some other cool stuff. We'll shout you out on the show. You get a sticker. We'll put your name on our gravestone. <laughs>
0: Wait a minute.
1: (laughs) In the meantime, stay fresh, cheese bags. And don't forget to reduce, reuse, recycle, replay, rewind, and Robin Williams!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to Robin Williams. Don't forget. Make sure that you Robin Williams.